Hey, Jeff. Hey, Eric. Wow. Uh, we had quite a, weird, a week. Yeah, weird week. <laughs> we um, started off good. It Well, it started out great, actually. And uh, in the middle of the week, on Wednesday, we got a text message from our Aunt Jane to call her. And then uh, when we did, after we recorded a podcast, we were met with the news that our mom, who lives here in New York City... Um, on the east side, was crossing the street and was struck by a car. And our mom suffered a concussion. She suffered um, some pelvic fractures. And we are beyond grateful that there was nothing more than that. But let me tell you something. That entire day, I mean, that happened in the morning. We went over there around noon and... uh, Long into the night, it was a very scary day. A concussion is not great. No. Actually, and to see that up close and personal and to see what it does to um, to a person's psyche and their memories. And, and, and that's, that's all to say, by the way, our mom got out supremely lucky. The only thing she doesn't remember are the 12 hours around the accident. So she doesn't remember getting struck. There is a police report. There are corroborating witnesses. The driver stopped, which is really important. Um, And she was lucid enough in that moment in like this adrenaline rush to call our our Aunt Jane and let her know what had happened from the ambulance. Um, But then, you know, it's a scary thing where she couldn't remember getting hit by the car. And so she's remembering every few minutes, like, that she got hit by a car. Yeah, because there was a sheet of paper that the EMTs had had written down all the information on. Which like you're at this hospital. Yeah, your sister's on the way. You've been struck by a car, and you have at the time they thought a broken hip. Mm-hmm. And every couple of minutes, she sees this information once more, and it's you know reacting anew, and that it it's supremely scary. This was this was a terrible thing to go through. For her, for us, for uh, for all of us, it it's just been it's not it, great. It's been a lot, but uh, I will say, and I, I tweeted about this. Uh, one good thing that happened, mm-hmm. or whatever you know, I don't yeah. know if that's the right term, but yeah. you know, one moment of levity, yeah, yeah, levity, was that for a few brief moments, a few beautiful moments. Mom couldn't remember who the president was. That's so, great. Yeah. yeah. So she that didn't know. Made... She didn't know that Trump was president. Well, now you're great. reminding her. Oh, well, you know. Yeah. There's so many people who have checked in, so many people who have sent love and good wishes and good energy our way and, and to our mom's way. And let me, it, it just, uh, it matters. You know, it plays a big part in the recovery. So um, mom is still, as we record this, at the hospital. Yeah, it's been five days. She has, um, you know, it's it's a process. It's a process to get the body right again, to get the head right again, to get all the things moving in coordination again. But we feel like we're close to getting her back home, and then it's going to be a new process yeah. in terms of getting her through this healing and back to being the strong, independent New Yorker that she is Uh and will be once again. Yeah. So thanks to everyone who, who checked in. Thanks to everybody who uh, saw Jeff's tweet and reacted. If we know you, if we don't know you, if we feel like we know you, uh, just know that it's it's so appreciated that you guys uh, let us know. Because, 
you know, then we get to pass that along to our mom. And in addition to all the emails and phone calls that she's been getting to see what, you know, as, as she calls our friends um, across the, the world have have uh, said to us is really um, important in terms of her healing as well. So thank you for that. Yeah, she loves being called Mama Real. She <laughs> Beyond that, though, we did record uh, a couple of podcasts uh, that are coming up, but one of them we're airing today, and that's with our friend David Jacoby. David Jacoby, who is surprisingly taller than I expected him to be. Well, David Jacoby is a former... Marine? No. <laughs> David Jacoby... Let's start with where he currently is. David yeah. Jacoby is co-host of the Jalen and Jacoby show on ESPN. That is Jalen Rose, of course, and David Jacoby. Who but, did not play for Michigan. But formerly, yeah. David Jacoby worked for Grantland, which mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people know was Bill Simmons' website before The Ringer. A lot of people may know uh, the Grantland podcasts, which David had a huge part in. But what people don't know is his time at MTV, mm-hmm. his short, time short as it was. Yeah, and I'm not going to get into it, but uh, the Empire State Building stuff. Yep, uh, his time in Europe, <laughs> his his time uh, at, at the ESPYs, and his time at ESPN, his relationships with all these amazing people, and he's just one of the funniest people that we've ever had on this podcast. You'll tell by all the laughter throughout this episode. And he's somebody in addition to... Um, well, we've been internet friends for a while, but like we've never actually met. Right. Which is always fun. Yeah. And so, so that was cool. We had some time before we recorded and, and while we recorded and then time after we recorded. But it was important for us because it brought a lot of laughs to a week that was not filled with them, but it moved us in the right direction. And we're happy to pass those along to you. Um, one thing I do want to say before we move on, our mom's uh, car accident was it happened right near where Jacoby lives. This is true. And I did ask Jacoby if he was the one who did it. And he said... He said he wasn't. But <laughs> I, I do think that's information that people should listen to. While they listen to the episode, yeah, just, just have keep it in the back mind. of your head. Yeah, keep an open mind. Yeah, maybe he is a, uh, a great podcaster, mm-hmm. a great uh, television and radio personality. Mm-hmm. But also maybe he just, you know... Is a murderer. Likes to run down people. Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of which, uh, I have not seen the police report. Yeah. But I did hear uh, within the police report that the driver accused mom Mm -hmm. of speeding up while he was, like, you know, crossing into the intersection. So he, He the driver, accused the pedestrian... He thinks that mom, a 71-year-old woman, ran into his car. Uh, all right. Well, more, I'm sure, to report next week. Hopefully, a lot more good news then. But in the meantime, we, we, uh, we've we been getting a lot of people online who have been saying, hey, I really appreciate this episode or that episode. And I think one of the keys to, if you are new to our podcast, is checking out some other episodes that maybe you didn't know we recorded, didn't know we uh, have in the stash So that's why we like to have Jeff recommend three different podcasts that if you listen to today's episode, you will like those. Jeff, what three are we talking about today? I don't like that you just made it seem like an assignment. I I do like how it's an assignment. I want you guys to listen to it. That is your homework. I mean that you've assigned me to to, like, oh, we like to have Jeff do this. No, No. you you assigned yourself. You offered to do this. You are a good volunteer. Yeah, it was my idea. So we like to have Jeff do this. So tell (laughs) I enjoy this segment of the podcast, Jeff. What do you say? I say number 198, 
Jamel Hill. Shout out to Jamel Hill, former ESPN employee, now at The Athletic, not The Atlantic. Mm-hmm. Right? She's at The Atlantic. She's at The Atlantic, not The Athletic. What's The Athletic? It's another website. Okay, so wait, hold on. She's at The Atlantic? Wait, I'm going to look this up because now not I don't the know what we're talking about. Jamel Hill, who is a fantastic journalist, a fantastic personality. Yeah, Jamel Hill has joined The Atlantic as a staff writer. Okay, The Atle- the Athletic is another website, but she is at The Atlantic. Shout out to all of our family at The Athletic. I've <laughs> never heard of The Athletic. Oh, damn. Damn, Jeff. It's a big website. All right, Jamel Hill, great personality, great journalist. We talked about her time in so many different cities and at so many great, legendary newspapers and newspapers for those who don't know well um, jacoby killed them too <laughs> if you don't know what a newspaper is don't listen to our podcast yeah listen to that jamel hill interview it's it's a lot of fun she had uh i don't know the best time with us we had the best time with her it's another another friend that we met through the internet and and we're happy to uh to talk to Number 197, Action Bronson. Shout out to Action Bronson. Oh, my God. I was talking to one of my roommates from college, John Richmond, who said he listened to that episode and thought I was going to die of laughter. So (laughs) there's the review for that episode. Go check that one out. And, of course, number 115, David Cho. Hey! You know, we did recommend that last week. Yeah, recommend it every week. But fuck it. It's a great episode. David Cho is one of David Jacoby's former co-workers and one of his current friends. And uh, it's a fantastic episode with a fantastic person. Shout out to David Cho. Make sure you guys hear about his time with College Humor and Radar Magazine and obviously Grantland and what he's doing now. I think we hinted about it, but we didn't talk about it. His time as a creative director with Justin Timberlake. Where he still is. I also want to recommend Just Off the Strength because... Nick Catchdubs gets shouted out not only on this episode, but next week's episode. Yeah. With A Track. Oh my God. So why not listen to episode number 19, Nick Catchdubs and Karen Rose Gold, oh, his wife? His wife. Both great people, both great New Yorkers. And yes, Nick Catchdubs should get a lot more shine than he does. And I'm glad that this week and next week, we will do just that. Jeff. When do you want to get into this episode? Right after I recommend that people, instead of listening to all these episodes first, yeah. why don't you go on iTunes and rate, subscribe, leave a comment, Is that five the stars. Is that the homework? This is an assignment. <laughs> go do it. Yeah, go do that. And before that, or after that, mm-hmm. let's get into this episode. Yo, what up? It's Eric, a.k.a. The Worldwide Leader, a.k.a. Wes. Yo, what up? It's Jeff, a.k.a. Pusha T at White Castle, a.k.a. Malice of the Palace. Hello, I'm Jacob <laughs> AKA the white berry white. Yes, the way sound it's the real. Jacoby, what's happening? What's happening? Thank you guys so much for having no, me. No, thanks for being no, here. This is exciting. Did you always go by Jacoby? No. <laughs> Your parents didn't name you just Jacoby. No. Yeah. And a lot of people are shocked. Like, Your name's David? <laughs> I feel like a, a lot of the mystique gets peeled away when people find out my first name is David. Well, who like, calls Whoa, you're David? just like a dude. Does anyone in business call you David? Jalen will. Every when morning, he's serious? every yeah. morning, every morning, it's like, hello, David. <laughs> every it's, it's like a routine because I see the guy every day. But like, no, it's a uh, ESPN's got this like military like bro culture. Like, no, it's like <laughs> so it's like there's a lot of last. They names. break you down before it's they like build a you up. Sports yeah. thing, yeah. It's like a lot of last names. Yeah, yeah, and push-ups and like you have to <laughs> yeah. run through the sand and like dodge bullets. And Come stuff on, like David. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but uh, it was a it's a professional thing. 
mm-hmm. being yeah. called your last name. Yeah, for yeah. some reason, it was at ESPN, I really was called Jacoby. Our best friend is Greg Mayo, and everyone calls him Mayo, and you I'm like, to. but you're Greg, you know, and I want to like, you know, do sort of what your parents wanted and call you Greg, but he's just Mayo. It's right. a, I think if you have a last name that is like sounds like it could be a first name people just gravitate towards that if i i would call mayo mayo too yeah rosenthal <laughs> rosie yeah <laughs> that well, doesn't work no. by the way david jacoby is a congressman from nebraska or something I'm familiar ohio iowa so you guys googled me Jeff did, and it yeah, came up yeah, yeah, and it's iowa. like yo it's like what do i have to do i have to find this guy and be like what is your seo game dog i'm on tv every day but on a national network and you pop up before me what do i have to do he yeah. sort of looks like the bad guy from house of cards can you guys set up like a bunch of fake websites with my name on it or something do you know how to work this aren't well, you millennials or something can you know you, do this? you know that jeff can't go on wikipedia anymore yeah because oh. i i got banned from wikipedia because i was um I, I kept editing Michelle Kwan's name to Michelle Vertomi Kwan, and they <laughs> um, like they blocked they my i um you my banned. my IP my something whatever address you can't you can't do it yeah anymore. can't do it yeah so sorry wait 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty dumb when it comes yeah. to how things work. Can't you just like log on from a different computer and then just I don't do think it so. again? No, like it won't let me. I because I, I was doing it in like if you're LA at or my something. house and you edited it under <laughs> logged in as me. Are you inviting you me to your house? Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, dude. yes. Let's do this. It's okay. a great bit. Michelle Rachomi Kwan. Yeah. Did you ever give yourself a nickname by the way? Because you can't. You just can't do that. Well, right? I've had nicknames um, that were given to you. I made a fake ID with the name David Burns. <laughs> And this is a fact. And like all my college friends call me Burns. Really? And it's not even like a marijuana thing. I was trying to think of a last name. And right. that guy from uh, Simpsons came into my yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, David Burns. It sounds cool. <laughs> and then so like all my college friends call me Burns. Burns. Yeah. What state was your ID from? It was a it was a decent story. Um, I interned at MTV for one day. Okay. <laughs> and they gave me an ID. And we were going to Cancun for spring break. I'm old enough that like MTV spring break were like the synonymous. It was like the thing. Like, yeah. Spring break and MTV. Like I experienced spring break through MTV until I was in college. And then I took the ID and I took my, my college roommate, had a friend who was like a little more technical savvy than we. So we made fake MTV IDs <laughs> and brought them to Cancun. <laughs> oh, <laughs> So like they would have like an MTV shoot or an MTV party and we would just kind of confidently walk to the front and just like flash our little lanyards and people would just open velvet ropes for us. That's fucking amazing. They thought I was David Burns. And for some reason from that fake ID, the name stuck with my college friends. You got to hang out with Idalis and Kid Rock. Yeah, DJ Um, Scribble. Caduce might have been involved. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe Tech from the Real World in his hosting, his post-Real World career when he was hosting. There was a while where I thought Tech from the Real World was like the coolest person on the planet. Do you still think so? Is that time period now? She's like top (laughs) 400, maybe. That's going to be like the DJ Vlad headline from this sort of thing. (laughs) By the way, we call ourselves top 135 dead or alive just in general. We're just like name 135 rappers that are better than us. I probably could. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You'd have like a note. Do you have a piece of paper? It's going to be a long podcast, though. (laughs) Yo, we knew a kid growing up uh, whose name was Matt Nagel, and he named himself Matty the Horse. Never stuck. Never and it's not even it's like not. a heroin thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, why are you yeah. Maddie the horse? Yeah, yeah. Just, I don't know. Not, not working. Yeah. Um, so professionally, you started out where? I started out uh, Bell's Pizzeria when okay. I was 16. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, when I turned 16, my mom was like, you're old enough to have a job, yep. so I'm not giving you money. Right. 
And then a friend left Bell's Pizzeria, Amherst, Massachusetts. It's where I grew up. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it was a pizzeria right outside of the UMass campus. And no one ever went there because the pizza wasn't that good. So <laughs> did I you would, deliver? Did, yeah. Do people go for the ambiance? No, what do you mean did I deliver? <laughs> Dog, I was the pizza man. Oh, what? oh it, sorry. I'm, not the pizza yeah, boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I was a. It's Mr. I Burn. was a chef. <laughs> I was a chef. And I, I learned how to open the dough and like throw it up in the air. And what? I was and wanting with that, catching it behind my back. There weren't that many customers. You you were, you, wait, you were Tom Cruise and Cocktail? Yes, I was Tom Cruise and Cocktail. <laughs> At the pizza spot. At the pizza spot. And I, we would, uh, you know, we would like smoke weed in the walk-in. Oh, and you, just like do Mr. Burns. Mr. Burns. Mr. Burns. Yeah. Make our own like, you know, uh, tuna sandwiches were good. We, we would experiment tuna a lot. Tuna sandwiches? They had a video it's a pizza there. place. Well, we had... We were, <laughs> you were very been progressive. To Bell's? Yeah. <laughs> You've never been to Bell's, dude? <laughs> what are you talking about? Sorry, I guess Subways, I'm not very worldly. Yeah, grinders, yeah. Yeah. meatballs. Mm-hmm. And it was just <sighs> you behind the counter. <laughs> it was me and... No, I was, I was like a junior employee, so okay. the, every shift was like me and like a boss. You know what I mean? Who was like, you know, 23. <laughs> and I was 16. Some grizzled burnout. <laughs> yeah. But like, and then John Bell... R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Of Bell's Pizza. Of Bell's Pizza. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, the uh, dynasty. What he was great. Uh, he uh, one of he had some great character traits. One of which that when he had earwax, instead of using a uh, Q-tip to clear it out, and he had a lot of earwax. He was an older <laughs> man. He had a nail that he hung to the wall, and he would use the same nail and like put it into his ear with the hammer side, like the part of the hammer, and sh- scrape the earwax out, <laughs> not clean the nail, and just put it back on the wall in did, the kitchen. Did they have books in this, wherever you grew up? <laughs> <laughs> they had books? Yeah, like, you mean like in the town? Or like in Bell's Pizza? In the no, right? I mean they had tuna. Yeah, but Bell's, like, Bell's, yeah, Pizza has, yeah. Bell's Pizza has like the take one, leave one situation. It's just like, yeah. You know, yeah. yeah, it was it, like, was, uh, it was odd. I'm just trying to think like what kind of apocalyptic like world this was existing in where some I mean, man is... Q tips. Yeah, yeah. Some man is digging out his earwax with a nail. Yeah, it was just a nail. I don't know how there seems I could probably list 135 better things <laughs> to get the earwax out of your ear with than that. Well, the now these days when you see someone do the same thing, is it very nostalgic? No, yeah. that per- that person is like in behind a glass wall and being observed by psychiatrists because they're like a feral human. They just found in like the Adirondacks. And that's how it works. But he paid us in half cash, half check. But I didn't really understand it. But at the time, I was like, oh, like you're just not putting us on the books. <laughs> I was like, oh, I get what's happening here, John yeah. Bell. I was like, now I know how you survive with zero revenue. <laughs> because you're at the end of the year, you make zero dollars. Oh, my God. And this is how it works. That's how so I learned amazing. how to cheat on my taxes. Yeah, but, John yeah. Bell. Yeah. Early on. And his wife, Effie, used to also manage it. And she was <laughs> kind of mean. Yeah, she didn't like me very much. Did you? It, did she use the nail on you? <laughs> no, no. But the one day the nail like got up and made itself a tuna sandwich and yeah. ate it and got back on the wall. And I was it's like, whoa. Yeah, the nail can do a better <laughs> yeah, job than I can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where'd you go to school? I went to uh, Amherst High School. Mm-hmm. Go and, fighting. Uh, we were the, uh, we didn't fight that hard. Our <laughs> parents, all of our parents were like uh, professors at the college. Oh, you know what I mean? yeah, go fighting liberals. It was like, go fighting like at semicolons. <laughs> and and it didn't didn't make for a great football team. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like the, all the surrounding towns were like factories. And like, <laughs> they were like poured concrete. And their kids would like eat concrete and like clean out their ears with nails. <laughs> And, and we were just like, Heart guys, travel. man, yeah. you guess want to talk about Shakespeare? <laughs> and it didn't work out that great. But that, we were the hurricanes. The hurricanes. Not too many hurricanes in, no. in, in Massachusetts. Well, Gloria. now. This yeah. is before like global warming. Yeah. Well, uh, sorry, was, did that bring a, down the mood too much? It became cool. It was Yeah, we knew about global warming. <laughs> yeah. But it wasn't like the 19th century. You right. know what I mean? Like It was uh, before global warming. And no hurricanes. But then I went to, in, in senior year, I applied to a bunch of schools and it came down to New York University 
or uh, UCSB. Yeah, the fighting. The, uh, the no, slugs. 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 Yeah. yeah, hell and yeah. I was—I never went and visited UCSB because I was kind of like—I kind of like applied as like a joke. You know what I mean? I was <laughs> it's like, a yeah. good joke. Though. Yeah. yeah, and then I remember like being like, "This is a real decision I have to make." Yeah, and these are going to be very two different lives. <laughs> and I really like to think that like if I went to UCSB, I'd have like white guy with dreadlocks. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like selling crepes at like a shack. <laughs> In like on Santa Venice Barbara, Beach. yeah, yeah. Tuna, yeah, tuna crepes. Yeah, yeah. And I'd be like, "Oh, bro, this is like a three-hour shift, man. How am I gonna get through it?" Like, "Oh, we get on my longboard, <laughs> skate home, maybe watch some TV and play frisbee with my dog." Wait, you'd be the look- king of like devil sticks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can we yes. do the rest of the podcast in that in that in I that scenario? I can't. I can't. You would change your name to like Troy. Yeah, yeah Brad. Yeah, people wouldn't call me Jacoby. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They wouldn't. But and you went to NYU. I went then? to NYU. Wow. Ninety six. Graduated. Also, in 2000. A terrible, uh, terrible mascot. The, oh yeah, the violets. The violets. The violets. Yeah. the violets. Really bad. I was shocked to learn that. <laughs> I think there was some point they tried to adopt bobcats. Really? It is like uh, somewhere. Was Bob Johnson in the, involved? It was like <laughs> no. It was, it, was, yeah. it, was, it was it was Bobcat Goldthwait actually. Oh, like, yeah. They weren't. It wasn't the actual animal. <laughs> yeah, sure. it, was, it was it was it was Bobcat Goldthwait. Like, yeah. The, the logo looked it's confusing. <laughs> it's like isn't that that. Guy, yeah. and they're like, no, 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 Bobcats. The that's band just plays be. screeching noises. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's what they wanted to be. They did try to push Bobcats on us, but I don't know if that stuck. Clearly not. But I did that, and they didn't accept me into the college. They've got this thing called the General Studies Program. Yeah, yeah that's oh, for yeah. like the dumber guys, kids. Yeah, for the dumb kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like we'll take you. You pay full tuition, right? But so you like, go to like high us, school again. You owe us just as much money as everyone else, but you're on like school probation for two years. <laughs> yeah, where we just make sure that you can the checks clear. Yeah, sure. and if the checks clear for two years, then we allow you into the school, and you had to transfer into one of the schools at that point. But, like, you have to, like, it's basically, like, you go to, like, homeroom, and then, like, you have, like, all, like, the actual classes. No, there's a guy named Steve that follows you all day. (laughs) Gutenberg? Yeah, yeah. You know him? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's one of Bobcat Goldface's cousins. And he looks over your shoulder, and he's like, all right, I guess you can write the check. And you have to transfer. Into what school? So I was, again, like... When you're 20 years old, like you don't, you're not like, oh, here's my life plan. You know, it's like this is how it's gonna work. Right. That's a really good Bobcat Goldthwait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, I was like, all right, well, I'm gonna manage hotels. You know what I mean? Cool. I'll you do went that. to hospitality. Yeah, I was wow. like, sure, I'll do that. And then I filled out the paperwork, and then you have to register for classes through like the phone system. And we don't like have cell phones at this point, so I'm like on the phone in my dorm room, and I'm pushing buttons. It's automated, and all the classes were at like eight and nine in the morning. Damn. So I hung up the phone. And I was like, I'm going to go to business school because I figured because they had a really good business school. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if I don't know what I'm going to do and I'm paying all this money or like my parents are paying all this money. Right. Yeah. Then I'm going to just like get the best receipt I can at the end of this. So I went to business school called Stern where like literally all the other kids in class would wear suit and tie. And what? you class? wore pajamas and a longboard. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yes. <laughs> And that was my deal. And then did you laugh at all the kids who were in general studies after you transferred? No. No. Oh. <laughs> you know, it was whatever. Because that's just kind of how it goes. Like, you go for two years and then you transfer. No, but, like, I went to Syracuse, right? And Newhouse School of Communications, the greatest, you know, communications it's school. It's also like a pipeline to ESPN. Exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't get in there, right? So I went into visual performing arts. And once I got into VPA and I was, like, an artist, I was yeah, just like, yeah, yeah fuck, fuck 
them over there at Newhouse, right? Yeah, so yeah, that's, yeah. that's the, artist, the type of mindset. Artist kids are the worst kids at school. Yeah, oh, totally. They're the worst. It's so yeah. loud. You know, awful, they're always awful. performing and singing and stuff. Yeah, it's like, just order your coffee, dude. You have to sing, <laughs> sing the order. You know, <laughs> guys, we're all right. We have a tish. I just want yeah. a tuna fish pizza. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you Put know? the tuna fish on the pizza and we'll be good. And so, did you enjoy business school? No. Did you get anything out of business school besides a degree? No. The greatest receipt. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't learn much at all. But at the time, I had I had good jobs. Like that was one thing about NYU is like you can really use the city to your advantage. So I, my first job that was excellent was Bath and Body Works on Broadway, <laughs> which was like two blocks from my dorm. I went to Weinstein where Def Jam like yeah. was born. Yep. And uh, and I was dating this girl, kind of. She had a boyfriend, so well, whatever. Yeah, I won't say yeah. her name. He doesn't and, need uh, to know. Yeah. yeah he doesn't Unless he listens to this I don't podcast. Think he listens to this yeah. podcast. Yeah. In which case, he wasn't uh, that kind of rate, dude. review, yeah. and yeah. comment. Yeah. 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 Make sure you do five stars. <laughs> And he was, uh, and she was like, "Come work at Bath and Body Works. They need like a dude to work there." So I went and worked there, and like did the stock room and like did the floors or whatever. But it was on Broadway, like it was exciting there, like in the village. And they had a lot of f- female clientele at Bath and Body Works. Wait, and I'm I was, shocked. I know. Yeah, yeah and I, I thought was, like, it was like a men's... single. I was a single nineteen-year-old <laughs> <Men's rights>, uh... <laughs> dude, and so all the women and gay dudes that worked there would just funnel straight women to me as like a game. So I was, it was like a really good introduction into like how to talk to people and sell women. them yeah because in amherst massachusetts it's like different no like yeah. get their phone number oh right so it was a really good to like, sell them so trial by fire yeah well, pulmonary lotions or body cream <laughs> the body cream's a little heavier if you have drier skin but the lotion is better if you just need to moisturize soap doesn't the profit margin isn't the best on that <laughs> but i would prefer the body wash over the soaps because it, it uh you know much better for exfoliation purposes this is the dj vlad headline by the way <laughs> yeah, yeah. pulmaria i remember pulmaria was my shit and then I stopped doing that, and that's when I got the best job of my life, which was we had a, like a job fair, and there was this place called the Sky Ride that had an attractive lady behind the desk. So I went to go talk to her because of all the game I had from Bath and Body Works, <laughs> and I was just like, "Here you are, you know, thirty-five-year-old attractive lady, and I'm, I'm like can barely like grow facial hair." <laughs> and I went over and charmed her a little bit, and she was like, oh, "I put filled out the paper," and she's like, "I like you. I'm gonna make sure I follow up." And I remember going home, and my roommate was like, "Like, what did you find?" I was like, "I want this place called the Skyride." And at the time, like, I was pretty early in my New York experience. I thought the Skyride was the tram to Roosevelt Island. <laughs> That's what I thought. I was like, that, "Like, what else would it be? Like, right. what other Skyrides in New York City are there?" You'd be the operator. I was psyched about it too because there was this girl who was going to be there. I was like, "Why not?" Like, yeah, I'll drive, small space. Yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah, dri- yeah. I'll drive the tram back and forth from Roosevelt Island. It's like or, a real mom and pop. Or shop. worst yeah. case scenario, you just ride it. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Right. Like, she doesn't let you to, drive it. Yeah, He's like the doorman. Like, yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't. It was not the tram to Roosevelt what Island. What was it? It was a simulator movie theater tourist trap thing inside the Empire State Building. <laughs> this is the best job you had? Well, I'll tell you why. Because <laughs> you didn't have to sell lotions anymore. People go to the Empire State Building and what do they want to do? Throw Drop pennies off of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. They want to... They want to buy the ticket to go to the top to then drop the pennies off. They want to go to yeah. the observatory, right? So yes. like these lines to go to the observatory would be ridiculous. Like like on like a July fourth weekend, I'm talking we're talking like two, three hours. And my manager at the time schemed this thing. He's like, We sold combination tickets on the second floor to go to the sky right in the top of the building. Nine dollars for children, fourteen dollars for adults. If you just want to go to the observatory, stay in this line. Three dollars for children, six dollars for adults. If you want to go to the observatory and the sky ride, simulation ride that takes you all over New York City, <laughs> mm-hmm. 
una película para todos en different languages and stuff and then la siente se mueve and es muy peligroso I wouldn't go there you know what I mean nueve dólares para niños and then I would be like if you want to do both you want a combination ticket follow me to the second floor there's no line for tickets mm. oh so this is completely illegal the people yeah. that worked at the building hated me but I would like I would wear this big yellow shirt And I'm still friends with some of the people that work there. And I would have these groups of like 30 or 40 people following me. And before <laughs> they knew how good it was going to be for me, they told me they would give me 5% of the margin that they keep. And you're like, I know how this works, this half cash, half check thing. Yes, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I Mr. Get this. Bell taught me that. So I would go there and honestly, I swear to God, like I was in college and I was making at like least $1,000 a week. I was also working 40 hours because you, like, you couldn't be part-time at this guy, right? They, oh didn't, they didn't have like the college kid that worked 15 hours like once. So I would punch in the clock Friday, Saturday, Sunday morning, do an eight-hour shift. And then I had Monday and Tuesday nights. I usually take one of those nights off. Man. So I was doing like 35 hours a week And punching the clock is like a real thing. Like it's like a term that people use. But until yeah. you had that job, oh yeah, like it, it's like it's not like a loose. Like it's not a loose nine o'clock. <laughs> yeah, like we track when you are there. Right. And there's a manager that sits there and stares at it. So if you call your friend, you're like, "Yo, punch me in." They're, yeah. He's like, "Nah, that ain't that ain't the way you, it works." Yeah, yeah. So like, I know what I, Burns looks like. Yeah. 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 I would. I would. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wasn't Burns yet. I was like later. <laughs> that was the MTV thing that happened later. But I would. Uh, I was I was making money, man. It was great. Well, did it was you great. did you spend it all on that thirty five year old woman? No, no, no. <laughs> Let me take I was you out like, on the. I had, on a girl, the I, had a, I had like a steady girlfriend through college, but it was like I wasn't eating ramen. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it yeah. wasn't. I didn't well, have that college experience. See, but now people, when you say I wasn't eating ramen, like ramen is very elevated. Yeah, experience. yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It's, it's somehow worse though. Yeah. It's like, it's like you guys gonna cook this meat before you put it in the soup? Or is the soup supposed to cook it's it? Part like, of the experience. How does this work? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, have you had salmonella? <laughs> that's part. Yeah. That's the second like, floor yeah. of the experience. Yeah, yeah. do I have to pay extra for yeah. that? Would you go home in the summers and like go back and work at the pizza shop after no. you had this New York City experience? No, no. Like once you get here, I remember I would take a class or two and just stay. and then you could stay in the dorm yeah and then i would work summers because summers is when the most is the tours come yeah that's when you make all the money yo you were making lots of i money. was making there would be literally weekends where i made like three thousand dollars i don't want to put your like tax business out there but did you just stuff it under your your mattress no i spent it oh. I, i didn't say oh smart yeah, 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 good, yeah, good, yeah, good. yeah 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 i had sneakers and clothes it was just like fun launder it yeah, I got you. yeah, it was yeah. A, lot, a lot of like averex sweaters like, i couldn't afford an averex <laughs> jacket but the averex store was like just south of houston on broadway <laughs> Kitty corner away from the Bath and Body Works. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. yeah, yeah. I would yeah. just go in there and just like with wads of hundreds and just be like, oh, "Do you guys want some pulmonary lotion or what?" Like on the house. So by the time you graduated college and you have a business degree and all the experience in retail and sneaking customers past, you know, the the correct line. You we weren't sneaking. I was just following orders with my direct reports, man. I don't okay, know what you call being it. Being a good yeah. employee. Yeah. Right. Uh, Why does it sound like you're like one of the Nazis? <laughs> <laughs> I was just following orders. Yeah, that's what I was doing. That's what I was doing. Where did you Where did you go after college? I was. Uh, Eventually, I was like, all right, I should do something that's going to set me up for later. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I stopped. I got the internship at MTV that lasted a day. <laughs> yeah. Then a really good guy, like, it's a really good dude that hired me. But then I got an internship at Solomon Smith Barney. Whoa. And I was in business school. This is what kind of like what you did. This is the track you're on. Like, sure. I'm in these classes where literally everyone's wearing suits. And there's this kind of this like inertia peer pressure thing where you're like, I guess I'm a businessman now. So I went to Solomon Smith Barney and I worked for these guys. Oh, I wish I could remember their name. They were brothers. I forgot their name. Rosenthal. They probably, they probably, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> it might be. And they would have me cold call 
uh, any their, their big book of foundations that had over a million dollars. So I was looking if they had over a million dollars, I would cold call and try to send them pamphlets. And it was the most useless thing I did, but like it got Psalms with Barney like on my resume, which is what I wanted. Sure. And did you put the MTV on your resume? Because people don't need to know it was for one day. No, no. It's like summer. I could. I could. Yeah. Yeah. I could. It just like feels or dirty. Or spring rather. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It just feels dirty. Because I because I left. I was like I, I committed and I went there and I showed up and shook hands and I was like nah later I felt yeah. kind of bad about it. Yeah. And then. Then I got, they had this thing online, like HTML, like job thing. And after I'd been in Solomon's with Barney for like a two months and called all the foundations, and it was like, well, what am I doing here? I remember one of the secretaries, sec- sorry. Yeah, yeah. One of the female Flight associates. Flight attendants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Executives. One of the female yeah. associates was like, you want to be a trader? I was like, eh, no. <laughs> I see what these guys do all this. It's awful. It's yeah. like evil. Like this, these people are like hurting society, yeah, I think. Yeah. I think this is really bad. Yeah. And, uh, and, and this she, is before Y2K. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes. And she's like, so you shouldn't do this. I was like, good idea. And they had in, an ad in our like HTML text-based thing that was like ESPN the magazine is looking for like something. And I called this dude, <laughs> and they were like, we need tickets to the sky ride. I was like, got you. I got you. And they were like, we will write you. Um, like, we need you to write 500 sports trivia questions. I was like, cool. And they're like, we need it in two days. And I was like, got it. And they're like, oh, by the way, this is like a sales thing. So you can't use anybody's name because it's like an implicit endorsement. And I was like, got you. And I hung up the phone. And I looked at my roommate, and I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Yeah. <laughs> so the Barnes & Noble, I was at Union Square, like right above the coffee shop. There's yep. a NYU dorm there. Uh, shout out to Carlisle. And I went to the Barnes & Noble and I bought the, what it was called the ESPN Almanac at the time, which is just like a weird, it's for like, I guess Daryl Morey used to read it, whatever, 20 <laughs> yeah. years ago. It's, it's like all just like stats, useless information that like no real sports fan needs or <laughs> right. wants. And I just turned every number into a question. Like it weren't the, wasn't the best trivia game in the world, but it was like, yeah. What was the most steals by a base runner in 1986? Like 47, 35, <laughs> or 52? And like, it's really bad questions. But I knocked him out. I stayed up all night and knocked him out in a day. And I sent him to the guy early, like a, in one day. And I was like, hey, man, like, I just want to get him to you early because I just want to make sure you looked at him and thought they were cool in case you needed any changes. And he was like, whoa, like, that's really cool. Why don't you come in and do an uh, interview? For He's an, like, you're Schwab. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was like, do an inter- interview for an internship. And I was like, all right. And I went there. And his boss, Rachel Mack, and this is like a nice tie-in, had some Amherst, Massachusetts ties. Whoa. So during the interview, I'm like, Bell's Pizza. She's like, yo, Bell's Pizza. Oh, my and God. And I'm like, yeah. She's like, like, I got sick there from a nail. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, there's this nail in the back. I'm like, I know. I know the nail. <laughs> and uh, and then so it's like, once we made that connection, it's like, you can't not hire me. Right. So I was an intern while in school in 1999, and I literally just never got fired. Whoa. Yeah, I what, just never. What got did fired. you do? Wait, did you work up in Bristol? No, I've never worked in Bristol either. I've I've spent many many like Monday through Friday nights in Bristol. But sure, I was, in, I was in New York with the magazine on Thirty Fourth Street, uh, with east of Fifth Avenue. Oh, beautiful area! <laughs> yes. Oh, it's right by the Empire State Building. Yes, yeah. right around the corner from the Empire State Building. Yeah. Exactly. And I used to walk by the Skyride dudes and like give them pounds and stuff. Like, What's up, Istanislao? That was my guy. Orville was still there. His girl Lindy, Lexus is probably 20 by now. Did you ever take any of those double decker bus rides around town? No, but those were my guys, though. <laughs> those were my guys. I've never. Why Skyline. Would I, why would no, I do was, that? Uh, Skyline was one. There's many. Blue. Yeah, blue, it was Skyline yeah. was the big one. But they yeah. had red shirts on and we had yellow shirts on. Oh, you know what yeah. I mean? So we would dance battle. You know, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. From time to time. But like that gig, 
Rainy day will kill your money. No, you I know what I mean. Yeah, like, all you sure. do is like, oh, it's, guess what? It's raining this weekend. I'm like, oh, I guess I'm not <laughs> eating. You know? Okay. No, but they all like they, take ponchos and sit on the yeah. top deck. Well, it's, that. But like, I mean, like the sky is like, no one's going to the observatory. Like, their visibility oh, is zero. Yeah, yeah. Like we had a sign that said visibility. They're like, oh, it's zero. And be like, oh, huh. We went to the so we went to the Grand Canyon and, and Utah. And I saw. Yeah, ten day vacation. Like, it was, social media. It was yeah. great. Thank and you for your likes. With your secret other brother, who's who's your fan? Yeah. You but like. What's up with him? He's great. He works for the Super Bowl. Does, does he? Is he ever like? Is he secretly upset that he's not part of this project? It's not secret. No, he, <laughs> okay. he has his is own he like, like in the back right yeah. now, just <laughs> furiously doing his own podcast, yeah. writing in his journal. Also, also, this is more than a project. This, this, is, this is a hobby, a lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I understand. It's I understand. a movement. I understand. I'm, so, I'm so yeah. sorry. No, so we went on this vacation, but we went all around Utah. We ate some like really dope places and some like really bad places. But when we got to the Grand Canyon, Shout out to, uh, Bell's Pizza. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jeff was like, we we deserve to have like a really nice meal. Like, let's go like to the best place around the Grand Canyon. Yeah, because we've been hiking for like forty five miles a day. Sure. Like it's crazy. And, and so we went to this place. It's been like around since like Teddy Roosevelt ate there. Um, yeah, like the train like that would you know go through the Grand Canyon area would stop like right at this place, right? So yeah, Teddy Roosevelt, Bill Clinton, like anyone that's famous would eat there, right? Okay. Any famous president? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Obama's been there. And um, so we walk in in like Averex. <laughs> <laughs> and nice. and we walk in and we like get a table immediately. Oh, um, and it's also known for its amazing view of the Grand Canyon. We went at night. Yeah, <laughs> oh, so yeah, you can't yeah. see anything. Yeah. Yeah. So like visibility on top of the Empire State Building on a foggy day, same as going to see the Grand Canyon at night. So <laughs> night. yeah, yeah no, not, there's not no skyline, not a lot of lights, not <laughs> yeah. a lot of lights in the Grand Canyon. Yeah. But also like um yeah, so everybody was like I, I guess that was the point of the story. That was yes. yeah. But then I'm just gonna keep going, okay. which was that we were like uh, all the all the waitresses and waiters were dressed up in like tuxes and stuff. Yeah, this oh. is a this is a nice like white table cloth like establishment and so like we had just been hiking and so like we did not have a tux or anything like nice to wear but, but we nobody did have a reservation yeah but nobody else did either yeah the weirdest thing about this place was that in the middle of like looking at the menu dan looks up at the corner of the room and sees a what can only be described as like a raccoon cat <laughs> inside inside a running along cat? the rafters yeah oh and no one's making a big deal out of it and we're just like what is going Does on? Does everyone see it or just Dan? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what you thought at first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You did, Dan? Yeah. <laughs> Too much sun? Yeah, yeah. Dan was on some ayahuasca or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it ended up being like, that's the house cat that like runs around and gets mice. Oh, like Bodega Cat. Yeah, just yeah. like Bodega yeah. Cat yeah, yeah. at okay. the Grand Canyon. Yeah, yeah, I, get yeah. It, yeah. I get it. But yeah, it's called like a ring-tailed cat and it's like native to Arizona. So, shout huh? out. Yeah. It's, it's a very ugly cat. Yeah. Like, it's not like a pretty, like, nice cat. It's like a disgusting, like, feral cat. So, I guess normally people would look at the Grand Canyon and not at the cat, but since we had no Grand Canyon to look at, we're just following this thing, like, run back and forth. Didn't get any mice at dinner, though. Anyway, so you get this job at ESPN the magazine. What were you doing as an intern? Nothing. Sorry, okay. this is what it looks like. That's not a cute cat. No. no. But that's not a cat, either. No, it's like a giant, like, it's like it looks, it looks like a lemur. It looks like something that in planet Earth goes in super slow-mo <laughs> and jumps from, like, a branch onto another branch and, you know, is narrated by Oprah. Which is exciting, by the way. Yes. This yeah, was, shouts to Oprah, who's yeah. a loyal listener. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's she right. Great she, comment. And, she's yeah. never eaten at that place, though. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, they're like, no, Oprah, you cannot get in. You've not been the president yet. <laughs> Come back in 2032 <laughs> when you've been president. Yes. So ESPN the magazine, that is still when magazines were like printed. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. ESPN the magazine was hot. Yeah. Back so then. as an intern, did you get a byline? Did you get your name in the book? No, my gig specifically, because I worked I worked in quote unquote marketing was basically like 
sales help. So they would, I remember Newport had a thing where they needed someone to put together a calendar of quote unquote urban events. So that was what I was in charge of. Wait, Newport the cigarette? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, I think it was Newport the cigarette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. I don't know, this is not a Newport, ago. Rhode Island. This is not, yeah. no, no, yeah. no, 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 not Newport, Rhode Island. And I was like, all right. So I would just like Google the internet stuff and just find like some stupid party and like make a calendar of sport. I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> 47 steals. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I remember yeah. I saw it in the magazine. I was so proud of myself. I was just like, look, man, like I'm creating content. Yeah. But really, it was yeah, just like for like RJ Reynolds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was really, it wasn't even a thing. It didn't even look good. I'm sure whoever was in charge was like, this is what this guy came up with. <laughs> I think it was like I put in some like beach volleyball tournament in California. And I was like, also, there's this like go kart race in Maryland. <laughs> and it's just like not useful to anybody. But they put like this cool little look to it. But no, I didn't get any bylines. Damn. No, but you got 40,000 kids hooked on cigarettes. I know, that yeah. That cool yeah. menthol taste. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Never, oh, I mean, I used to smoke cigarettes. Menthol never made sense to me. Did it they pay you as an intern? Yes. I wouldn't have done it if they didn't pay me. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. They did pay me. Well, it was fine. Did you like sports or love sports? I've always loved sports. Okay. Did yeah. you play sports? Yes. Did you play, I'm going to guess, basketball? Racquetball. Basketball. Badminton. <laughs> casually you know what I mean bowling yeah yeah, not very well darts I'm more into darts now than okay. I was previously <laughs> what about like table hockey mm. um, like knock hockey yeah knock hockey is that what you call it yeah because yeah. I think the, I think the knock maker hockey? I think the maker was N-O-K like wait like a knock. second yeah 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 you were talking about air hockey which no, is like no, no, no. we call it no no, no air hockey's different okay air hockey's, hockey's the one where they blow like air underneath and it floats yes which yes. is the one that I was talking about table oh. hockey but you were talking about uh, which I, I was, was talking about the, the what wooden, there, okay knock hockey what knock hockey those is a who don't know David okay call me Burns yeah yeah I'm trying to be like Jalen in the morning, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But only no, once a day does it call me Jalen. Well, that's my one. That's yeah, one to yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had those like those plastic sticks and it's a wooden board. It's just like air hockey, but no air. And so you like, you know, yeah. tap and then you go and you play. Did you think by describing this was going to ring a bell for me? Because that is not the experience that I'm happening. <laughs> I like that Eric described half the rules like, and then you yeah. tap, yeah, right? Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. nobody knows what we're talking yeah. about. <laughs> what is this? If there are people, like, if, if, if 90% of the audience is nodding along and be like, this Jacoby guy has no idea what he's talking about, then you have some weird audience because I've never heard no, of this you're, experience. No, you're super sheltered. You don't know knock hockey? No, dude. You don't know knock hockey? No, dude. I know, I know air hockey. Yeah. I know the one where there's half of the Russians and half of the, the US yes. and then they hack and into the, the election and then like, yeah. You've been on Wikipedia. That's overtime. That's overtime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You haven't been on Wikipedia. We know. Yeah, he's not allowed It's changed. Anymore. A yeah. lot has changed. Yeah. Until you invite him over. Yeah, yeah. No, and he'll bring knock hockey over and you guys can have a nice little tournament it's a big board i don't know if i can bring it over yeah i never got fired <laughs> i tried to bring it back dude i don't know what to tell you you know what i mean i'm trying to get circle it back trying to circle it back you never got fired from espn mm -hmm. never that's fantastic did anybody Wait, what's the i never got fired from bells or i've never been fired, oh, never in my fired life. what's the closest you've come to almost getting fired i had a show about sneakers called It's the Shoes, hosted by Bobito Garcia, who I'm sure you yeah, guys we are do. familiar with. Is, mm -hmm. has he, he hasn't done It's the Real yet? No, he has not done It's the Real yet. No, no. He's been asked. Yeah, yeah I'm sure yeah. he's been asked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. want to dive more into this? or? Well, yeah, well, you know, Jeff Keita's car. <laughs> oh, okay. So it, you try to change his name on Wikipedia? Yeah, it was yeah. a Jerry Garcia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, do a couple Photoshops, throw him in there? 
<laughs> I was like, yeah, whatever. I don't know. Bring it back. <laughs> my, I had a show called It's the Shoes. Oh, that's what it was. And it was a very awkward meeting when It's the Shoes. They decided it wasn't gonna, it wasn't gonna have a third season. Damn. And it was like that was when me and one of my good friends, Kevin Wilds, looked at each other and were like, "Does that mean that like we're canceled too?" <laughs> You know, it was like yeah. it's unclear. Like, are is the show canceled? But we're not canceled, <laughs> or did we? How do you get from interning to getting like? There's a big gap. There. An actual like, you know, I'll uh, fill. I'll fill the gap. Tax returns. Rachel Mack, who had Amherst ties. Yes. Mm-hmm. Shout to Sugar Ray. She was <laughs> one of my favorites. She, Sugar Ray, the Rachel, band. No, Rachel. Oh, <laughs> Rachel. We called her Sugar Ray. My friend Drub did. It was her nickname. That only she didn't give it herself. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And, Every uh, morning there's a halo <laughs> hanging from my. Corner. Sugar Ray had a. He had a big post. He, uh, he, had, he had a name. Yeah, his name is Mark McGrath. Yeah. I'm sorry, and he's, yeah. and he's a friend. Sugar Ray's band. Sorry, sorry. Jacoby. Yeah. <laughs> he's got his own podcast. <laughs> and uh, by the way, if you had been like Trey serving, uh, you know crepes on Venice Beach you probably <laughs> yes. could have been part of Sugar Ray <laughs> I probably would have been part of Sugar Ray they would have kicked me out they, they would have kicked me out that's the first time that's the first, fired, they would have yeah. canceled me they're like yeah. no you're canceled this time no you yeah. so Sugar Ray Mac Sugar Ray Mac hired me she moved from the magazine to the SB Awards yeah which I'm sure you're familiar with so I worked on the SB Awards I was after so I was intern and then I went to Europe um, found yourself no just like drank a lot and like traveled around and spent up a bunch of money. I did become a international cigarette smuggler for a while. Really cool. Yeah. Which is uh, Newport. Yeah, yeah. The, the Newport tie-in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, the story was I'll make it brief because it's very long. But we ran out of money, and I was like, I called my dad, and I was like, I need a thousand dollars, and he's like, Who? And I was like, Your son, David, thousand dollars? Like, Come on, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I got the name from you, and then, and then, so he did that, and then we we went to Prague where things were cheaper. We bought suitcases and a thousand dollars worth of cigarettes, and then went to Amsterdam. It's the year two thousand. The European Cup was there, and marijuana, and we <laughs> we. Tried to sell and bicycles. Yes, yeah. and we yeah. tried to sell cartons of cigarettes to people that came to town, and we would give these people the cigarettes. Everyone smoked cigarettes. Two thousand Europe. Yeah, and they, we'd be like, "Yo, these are like we'd probably sell them at like thirty percent of the price." So it was a deal. They would look at them, but they'd see like a stamp on the side mm-hmm. and be like, "Oh, these are Czech cigarettes." Like, come on. <laughs> and they were like, "Ooh, this this was we didn't know this was a wrinkle we weren't expecting." <laughs> like, oh, 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 oh. Man, huh? Like, I wonder if we can return these in Prague. <laughs> And then so my buddy was like, well, do this New York style. And he put down a T-shirt on the street and went pack by pack. And I had a backpack because I'm a white guy in Europe after college. Sure. Mm-hmm. I have a backpack. Yeah. And I would have a backpack full of packs. So he would have like five packs. He'd unload the five packs. I would come back, take his money, and then put more cigarettes down. So he never really looked like, you know, I mean, he just looked like a broke guy that had a few packs of cigarettes. But really, I was like the plug that would come and re. And it was working. <laughs> That's crazy. Like it was going. And then I went around the corner one time to do it. And the, he was in handcuffs. And then the storekeeper was pointing at me. And the police were looking at me. And I ran like way too far. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I was probably in the clear after like a quarter mile. But I think I ended up in like France <laughs> before I like turned around. And I was just like, whoa, I'm lost. <laughs> And my friend's in jail, and I have no money, and I've got like 80 packs of cigarettes. <laughs> and I went to the side of a river, and I remember smoking a joint on the side of the river. And this is back when I used to, to smoke marijuana. Right. Yeah, I yeah, don't yeah, anymore because yeah. I'm yeah. old and it's illegal. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, now yeah. you now you yeah. smoke jewels. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <exactly. laughs> to be down with the exactly. teens. <laughs> yeah, yes, jewels. <laughs> and uh, 
And I remember sitting there on this river and being like, I think, like, I think this was a very bad life decision. <laughs> oh, so you like, did find yourself. Yeah. I was like, I think I might have just ruined my life here. But long, super long story short, he didn't have ID on him because that was part of like the gig. Your, so, your partner. Yeah, my buddy. And, he yeah. and so it. he's still there? Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think his name is Trey. And he's in Santa Barbara. He ended up getting out and we ended up going to a hostel that we were friendly with in Switzerland where they sold cigarettes and we knew like the people and we were kind of cool with them and they gave us $1,800 for our all your cigarettes. $1,000 investment and then we went to Ibiza and spent it all. Oh my God. And, it, and then we came back and then I was going to work for Prudential. I was like interviewing with Prudential in like Newark. The Rock. <laughs> yes. And I was like going to be, because I remember like I'm a business school. I, like, I have suits and stuff. And yeah. I'm like, I'm going to do this. And I was going to work for Prudential. And then Sh- Sugar Ray back called me and was like, come work for me on the ESPYs. So I worked on the ESPYs. And that's how I went there. And I worked on the ESPYs for years and years just as a PA, like pulling tape and like making highlight reels and edits and stuff. For the ESPYs. For the ESPYs. So that's that's a year-round gig? Not really. Okay. But like my boss was super cool and kind of yeah. like made it one. And I worked on other stuff. I worked in APO sports a little bit. I was freelance. I wasn't like a full Disney employee. So I, yep. like, I don't think Disney even owned ABC back then. But like mm-hmm. no one cares about corporate structure <laughs> in the early aughts. But uh, and then I was just I was cruising around doing like just doing like production, sports production, TV grunt work stuff. Damn. But like, you know, I was charming. And like people I'm sorry. Me. I'm still stuck on the fact that you were selling cigarettes <laughs> two minutes ago. <laughs> Yeah, and then like you were, you started working for uh, the ESPYS. Yes, well, it, it was, and there was it's like a Prudential long in the story. middle. There's a guy named Brandon Keys involved who like put us onto the game, but he was like a drunken, crazy person. We were in a bar one night, and he said it was gonna blow up, and, and it was weird. And then he tried to fight. And I was what? like, Dude, why are you trying to fight? It was, just, it was a mess. It was like a it was, there's so many details. Did you put that on your resume? It, it was it, it's cigarette a 17, salesman, seventeen yeah. page resume yeah. where I was like this. <laughs> but like the feeling, I remember him counting out the eighteen hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. And was it in like Swiss it, mark? I don't know. Was Swiss, Swiss beats? But like not like beats. It was like actual like radish based beats. Yeah. But different varieties. They were seasonal at the You're time. You're like, why yeah. do I yes. keep bartering? Yeah. 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 But we had, I remember he goes, Eventually he was like, he turned it into a car. He was like, yeah. we'll give you this much per carton. So it comes out to like $1,870. So let's just round to an even number and make it 1800 And in the back of my mind, I'm like, dog, that's not how you round to an even number. Like I know how rounding works. The closest even number is 1900 dude. But I was like, but at the time, I was like, yes, sir. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah give yeah, me the money. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I know you have it on you. Like, give it to me. And he counted out in American dollars because everyone just did that. And then, you know, it got back. Going to work for Prudential, whatever. Hey, guys, if you're interested in supporting your boys, It's The Real, here's a good way to do it. Go to itsthereal.com slash shop. Yeah, <laughs> do it. We have lots of merch over there, including our line notebook called Rhyme Book which has a lot of It's The Real quotes and It's The Real games and It's The Real time wasters in there. Mm-hmm. We have It's The Real t-shirts available. Yeah. Our It's The Real AKA t-shirts with our famous AKAs on the back. We have our Rough Rider collaboration t-shirts, extremely limited. And we have some Rockefeller t-shirts available there. And I don't know, go find some shit on our website. <laughs> It's thereal.com slash shop. Yeah, we got some pajama sets maybe coming up. We oh, got some... Uh, wow. Yeah, we got our liquor line. Yeah, sure. We got our Supreme collab. Jeff did want to do a mug that said, best SoundCloud rapper. Yeah. Didn't take off. So we don't have that, but well, everything else. It's still a good idea. It would be like... um. 
like the Michael Scott mug. So where like best boss. Right, but where can you go to not get that mug? It's thereal.com slash shop. Alright. When you start working for the ESPYs and you're doing grunt work, did you ever end up in like and you're pulling tape, doesn't ESPN have like the greatest uh, archive? Like, yeah, basement oh, archive. It's called, of, at the, everything's changed okay. over time. This All is right. 2001, right. 2002. Now it has the 135th best archive. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes, yes. I can name, easily name about 133 better archives. But now it's all digital. Like you can just like go to your computer and be like, hey, I want to see like, you know, like the Braves win the, the World Series. In That's how you Google? Yes. Yeah. Hey, yes. I want to yes. see. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It's algorithm. And, uh, but then they had this thing called the VTL and it was like, I can't, it was like kind of like the library in like Harry Potter, you know what I mean? Where you went down there and there's this guy there and he was in charge and you're like, I need tape 17, 25, 35, 34. And he's like, okay, go to rack five, shell four, 64. And you go there and it's like a tape and you have these big plastic uh, mail cartons, you know those things? Yep. They're like yeah, kind sure. Of, they're like cardboard and plastic at the same time. Yep. And you, you have one of those. Those are you, the things you use when you're fired, by the way. Yeah. You call your yeah. shit oh, and yeah, get yeah, out. I wouldn't know. <laughs> and then you put all your stuff in, you put all your tapes in there. And then you, you lug them across like two more buildings. And I remember the carrying heavy tapes in those things, like just digs into your fingers. It's like one of these like visceral reactions when I tell this story, I can just feel like my <laughs> finger is bleeding. And then you sit there and like go tape to tape and like make mixtapes. And it's it's just like, God, man, thank God everything went digital. Because that was a mess. And it was just like, none of this, no one cares about this minutia, but like you would go, you need this one particular tape and then you find out that like somebody else checked it out three weeks ago and they're on, you know, they're out covering the, the French Open yeah. and, and you're like, oh man, but I need that tape. And like the boss is like, where's that shot of, you know, Martina Navratilova? Yeah. Like, it's in France, man. And nothing I can do. Like we'll fly to France and get it. You're like, I'm not going to do that. You're like Woodward and Bernstein. Yeah. 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 It was a At mess. It was National a mess. Congress. Yeah. Yeah. That was sports tv grunt work at the time did you did you see a future in it were you just like well i can drive a box truck and i'm good do you know what they gave me is my same email address now uh david burns at espn.com <laughs> but i had the espn email address and they remember it's just like 2000 like you guys are like four but like having an email address with espn on it was yeah. the fucking coolest thing in the world totally so i'd like you could you could just have me do anything and like one little lesson when i started espn is, you know, I went to NYU and I'm 22. I didn't understand how the world works. I went to business school and like you're in this business school and they make you feel that like, I did a lot of entrepreneurship classes. I'm like, I'm just gonna like, I'm gonna start like the next huge corporation. Like I'm I'm David Jacoby, right? right? Like right. I'm really gonna run things. Well, one of the David Jacobys. <laughs> yeah, one. Yes, good point, good point. Um, and they started me answering phones. And I was like, I went to my friend and I was like, dude, they have me answering telephone calls. <laughs> like, do they know who I am? Right. And my friend, who's a little more experienced and older, was like, listen, here's what you do. This is a great lesson. He was like, you take the best messages possible. He's like, you take, you find out who it is, get the callback number, find out it's regarding, make make perfect penmanship, put it in the right place at your boss's desk so she can see it. And he was like, you're supposed to be answering phones right now, but just be the best phone answerer. And it's like a super cliche cheesy little story to tell mm. but it, that is just reverberated throughout my career yeah it's just like you're never too big for anything and whenever you have a job you get paid to do it so just be the best at it and it will work for, out for you in the long run and then I was just like oh, whatever dude I'm David Jacoby I should be running the company <laughs> uh, follow up question uh, now that you don't get paid to answer phones who's somebody's phone calls that you never answer <laughs> I don't answer phone calls generally <laughs> you know what I mean like it is 2018 it's like phone call yeah yeah 
like, like, what? Like, my yeah, phone yeah. was vibrating this morning, and like we've been going through something. Um, you know, some something was happening in the past couple of days. Oh, I, I have some follow up questions. Yeah, 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 yeah. something yeah. was happening. Yeah, but so I, I immediately knew that it was Eric. I was like, oh, like the only person that would be calling me is Eric. Was it me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, great. Yeah. Of yeah. yeah. I, like, it's my wife generally, and, and, and I'm like. I'm like, I have this two phone call policy with my wife because we've got three kids and we've got kids. Like, who knows what can happen at any given time? And I'm like, if you call twice in a row, I'm going to pick it up no matter what. Right. Even if I'm like in the middle of the show, like whatever. And she violates this policy so grossly <laughs> all the time. Mm-hmm. It'll be twice in a row and I'll be like, Jalen, just fill time. And I pick up the phone and I'm just like, when she's like, uh, do you think it's chicken or like meatballs? And I'm just like, we've got the double call policy. <laughs> And it's tuna anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. It's tuna. It's definitely tuna. So, so you started working for the ESPYS. Uh, what was your first ESPYS, and who was the host? Oh, uh, duh, Samuel Jackson. All right, yeah. Vegas, two thousand one. Was it amazing or was it terrible? It was a little rainy. Um, it was oh bad for visibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bad for visibility. It was pretty low. <laughs> And it, but we had to get umbrellas. Like these are the things when you work in production. It was just like we need umbrellas with the SB logo because you don't know it's going to rain until like two two days before. Sure. So next thing you know, you've got like a hundred well-paid professionals scrambling, <laughs> calling umbrella people and being like, in "Can you Vegas. put the SB's logo on it?" And they're like, "No, dude, they can't do that in two days." But we ended up getting them. And then there's some. But it was like it was my first real introduction to like. Oh, like the people from the TV. Like I'm inside the TV now. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was like whoa, because you know when you're 23, you don't really understand how entertainment business works. Sure. You're like that is Jason Giambi, like the real one, and who mm-hmm. at the time was like a big name. Sure. And Don King. And oh, I'm... Jeremy's brother. Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, I yeah. got the wrong Giambi. <laughs> oh no, story. Jason Giambi goes up to me, and again, like I've got a lanyard on, but like I'm not important, and I'm not even like dressed well because I'm 23. Like, a I've got a terrible goatee. Like I don't Averex know why. Three piece suit. And, like, you should be able to look at me and be like, this man obviously has no power. Right. But Jason Giambi couldn't like do that. <laughs> like couldn't figure that out. Right. So he goes up to me and he's like. I'm supposed to be sitting with my brother. <laughs> and he showed me his ticket, and his ticket was like GG 104, <laughs> like section 3000. And I could, like, I, you know, like, it's like you were not supposed to be sitting with him. Right. No, I'm you're supposed to be sitting in the, in the archives. And I, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're supposed to be pulling tapes. And I was just like, dude, like, I'm looking at him, and he's like, seriously, like, he's upset. He's upset. And he's just like, this is your fault. I've got the wrong thing, and I remember just being like, yeah, 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 I'll take care of that. I'll be right back. My name is Michael, if you have any trouble. I'll be right back, Mr. Giambi. And then just went about my way, just like walking around. And I remember my job was to carry the purse of the executive producer and someone who's very important to me, Maura Mant. And my job, literally, to follow her around and carry her purse, which is harder than you think because she's fast. You know what I mean? She was moving. Yeah. And sometimes she'd be like, where's my purse? I'm like, ah. Like, you, you know? It's like, it was like she's like dating in Tomlinson. You know? She like, had to follow her well, around. you are good at running. You ran to France. So you were, I did. Yeah, I yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. And we had one story from Dad Espies was good. Is, is Again, it was like, this is when I, one of those, like, I'm in the TV moments. And Don King was there with... I don't remember the boxer at the time, and I had to take Mike him to Tyson. After. <laughs> no, 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 somebody. It might have been De La Hoya, to be honest with you. And uh, Don King was there. No, it wasn't. It was me, and Don King, and some boxer who was out at the time who was like not De La Hoya or Tyson, not really name recognizable. Are we it, sure it was Don King? That year. I'm sure it was Don. He's very recognizable. Yeah. They're like, take Don up to the fourth floor. I'm on the first floor, so I guess my job is to push the elevator button. You know what I mean? So I'm like, sure. I push the button, and there's just the three of us in the elevator, and it's quiet. And he looks at me and he goes, this is the greatest fighter in the world. 
I was like, you really only have one speed, dude. I was like, why why are you promoting to me? Like, like save your time and energy like for a camera or a microphone. You know what the worst part is? That you don't even remember what the guy's no. name is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it like, and it was definitely like, it was my first exposure. Like, oh, that's Samuel Jackson, like a real person. And yeah. Like Tiger Woods. And it was like, mm. oh, like this is... This is weird. Yeah. Now. So so after that ESPYs ends, where do you go? I think I went to HBO Sports for like a little bit. Oh, you traitor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, boxing. I worked on. I still work with some people that I still know to this day. You mm-hmm. know, like, like Don uh, King. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah exactly. Bob Costas. <laughs> but um, it was like, so I did that. Bumped around a little bit. Just always had jobs. And uh, and then I went back to the next ESPYs and the next ESPYs. And then I started working on other ESPN stuff, like little projects here and there, like stuff that's coming on. And like the next sort of like big point in my career was me and my friend Kevin Wilds who's one of the best he w- we were like we need to have our own show by the time we're 30 and we're probably like 24 so we started developing stuff and we were big into sneakers and we're like we're going to do a documentary about sneakers cuz and this is like before sneakers you know what i yeah, mean yeah, this yeah, is yeah, like yeah. early this was like a birkenstock <laughs> yeah, no, yeah 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 birkenstock time like yeah. trey from yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. it was like flip flops yeah you know, like, tivas yeah stuff. sure tree torns were big yeah. at the time. and we had so we like we did like a pilot where we shot it ourselves we had fat joe come to a sneaker store that was like on canal it doesn't exist anymore and i think he thinks it was a real tv show and like we went up to bob's house like in the bob's roof and shot a pilot with him and we were just like doing interviews about sneakers and like every one of these people thought this was a television show that was going to air on ESPN but we were just a couple of jerks that worked at ESPN had an e- <laughs> ESPN email address this sounds exactly like your time at MTV I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was all fake like we were just yeah. like but really what it ended up were being were you one of the guys from Buzzkill <laughs> yes what it ended up being was uh, we, we, we were like we didn't we didn't make a sneaker documentary, but we were driving back from Boston after getting hammered at a Boston Red Sox game, driving all the way back sober. Yeah. And we were like, what if we made this a TV show where we like went to athletes and celebrities' houses and looked at their sneaker collections and then we turned that into a pitch. And this is a little tie-in. Um there's a you know it's a time like websites people had their own sites I forget what whatever it was at the time it wasn't MySpace but it was like some iteration of uh, whatever that other GeoCities thing was. Yeah, yeah it wasn't that it was like Tumblr it was called Tumblr <laughs> yeah. it was pre Tumblr Tumblr and one of the ones we loved was Nick Catch Dubs oh like, yeah I don't know this dude we do I know you yeah, guys know yeah. this dude yeah so at the time he had like a really good graphic design thing so. He was just like a DJ at the time or whatever. He's not yep. just a DJ. Jesus. <laughs> no, it's a long time ago, dog. We're talking like 2006. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Kevin Wilds like reached out to him and was like, can you take our Word document and make it look cool for a pitch meeting? And he was like, yeah, no problem. Like, we'll pay you, whatever. It's probably like $400. Yeah. So he did our graphic design work and knocked it out of the fucking park, by for the sure. way. Yeah. I think I've still got like a copy of it. That's dope. And I tried to tell this story one time and he was DJing and he was just like, yeah, dude, like, cool. <laughs> yeah, like, fine. Yeah. I'll play a Shanti yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was just like, all right, bro. Yeah. And I was like, maybe it's some other forum. We can have this conversation. And uh, and then we pitched it and our our... Uh, executive producer at the time had Scoop Jackson's book on his coffee table about shoes and he was like cool and his name was Mike Antonaro he's still like a, you know some sort of big suit and he was like yeah we'll do this and this woman named Chantre K-Mac was a booker so John Hawk who you guys might know mm-hmm. they they wouldn't trust us to produce the show because we were like children with bad <laughs> goatees and Avrex sweaters so they, they did it under John Hawk so we worked with Hawk Films who's a mentor of mine one of the greatest human beings on the planet and that was when Kevin and I had our own real TV show 
and it was eight episodes. It was hosted by Bobito, and we would go to rappers' houses and look at their sneakers and go to, like, LaDainian Thomas's house. One athlete, one rapper, and a couple features, and it was, like, way fucking ahead of its time. Yeah. Like, it was way ahead of its time. And now it's hosted by Joe Lupuma. I know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But now there's, like, another 7,000 different versions of it. You yeah. have no idea how many times people are like, I've got it pitch idea (laughs) and i'm just like i did that but 10 years ago yeah and it was ahead of its time but we did like i remember we had some really good times on that like we went to trick daddy's house oh my god and he was cooking ribs and greens and like just and like you know the whole like like kids thing with trick like he literally like he loved children all over his house i'm like are these your family he's like kinda (laughs) and he's like do you know their names he's like kinda but it was just like so cool and i remember we had two I did a lot of the shooting myself, but like season two, we kind of like hired camera people. And this, I remember we were like halfway through the interview, and the cameraman goes to me, he's like, I forgot to push record. Oh. <laughs> so I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, huh. So I'm like, um, Mr. Trick Trick. <laughs> You're doing great. Uh, we have to do this again, though. Oh, my God. And he's like, do it again. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, do the whole thing again. This guy forgot to push record. And I remember Trick just looked right that? at the guy. And it was just like, I'm going to cook you. Like, I'm going to cook you <laughs> next and feed you to these children. But we had, there was great stuff. Bismarck, he had, like, the craziest sneaker collection you've ever seen in your life. Like, a lot of people would just, like, call their Nike guy. Especially the athletes would be like, all right, this, like, ESPN show's coming, like, Call my Nike guy, and they just had like the latest thing. Yeah, you, know, yeah. Like, it's, yeah. Uh, you can easily no, sure. you can easily get like the latest stuff that was sure. like kind of like on hype beast, which existed at the time. Yeah, <laughs> and but like there were certain people like Trick and like Bismarcky that just had like Nikes, Fila's, Lottos, Adidas, Elise, and like everything. Like, Pony, like, old all that. Stuff. Yeah, 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 just like and it was just like whoa, like you guys really just like care about it. I think Bismarcky had some sort of family member that had a downtown Brooklyn sneaker shop, and he had like this extremely disorganized basement area. And he would just like lumber over to a box and just pull out some shoe that like didn't even know existed. And he was just like, it was, it could have been like a four hour episode. He was the absolute best. Did you take care to wear like your dopest shoes every time you went yeah, out? You to had to. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You had to. And a lot of times if it was a Nike athlete, you had to wear Nikes. But I wasn't making that much at the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it was like uh, Flight Club had just opened next to Weinstein. Yeah. I don't know if you guys remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like, so I would go there and spend like way too much, <laughs> way too much of my money. On, oh, like, some cigarette cool, amounts. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Way too much of my money on that. <laughs> and then, but that was when I learned how to really make television. You're in the SB Awards, like you're just like a cog in some wheel. There's a staff of 50 and you're like number 135 on it. But this was like me and Kevin, like not really being in charge because John Hawk was there in case like to like answer big boy questions. Sure. And like do budgets and such. But like, it was like, <laughs> we were kind of creatively in charge and I learned how to like do things and like shoot and edit and like, you know, it's just like you learn it's trial by fire. And it was like, oh, now I can make television. What's the weirdest thing you saw in someone's house? I can't tell that story. <laughs> <laughs> there was just, there was, a, yeah. I mean, people open their homes to you. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it, you know, well, I, I mean, you have to respect that in a certain way. I mean, like, like weirdest, like best, not yeah, like weirdest, weirdest, weirdest like. Stuff. One of the weird stories that happened was. Uh, not we, like a prisoner in someone's we house. We did fabulous. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And he was super nice to us, and we went to his house in New Jersey, and we mm-hmm. sat outside for hours, <laughs> and then we went in, and like he had all these really dope sneakers that we had never seen before, and we aired the episode, and like the internet was like not popping like it's it is now then, but there was enough like what was it called Nike Talk? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. every time we did an episode, like Nike Talk would do a post, and he had fake Jordans, Ooh. so it was just like oh man, 
Like we felt bad, Damn. and like his, I think his rep called our person and was just like, "Yo," and I'm like, "What do you want us to do, dude?" Yeah. Like, I, I didn't have the fake Jordans. But like, <laughs> yeah, it's just like even Fabulous can have some fake Jordans. Totally. So after that show does eight episodes. Um, oh, I got another weirdest thing. Terrell Owens has a bust of himself in his foyer. Before he was in the Hall of Fame. No, this is a long time ago. He's got yeah. a bust of himself in his foyer. I'm just telling the story because that's not that's not new information. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like literally, like when you open the door, you're like, oh shit, there's a sculpture of yourself. Well, how about in this? Your foyer. You guys have a bust of Jada Kiss. <laughs> we do. Yeah. We do. We do. Which was Jada's. And so we I, I saw that in the background and I texted Jada and I sent that and he's like, Oh yeah, that's theirs. Yeah. <laughs> We've been working on what do you what do you mean wait, 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 what was the test? Like, do you know this is there? Yeah, no, I was just you like, think yeah. you, you think that we stole it and no, you I break like, into his yeah, house? Yeah, it was like, there it is. Of course we have it. <laughs> Jalen's known Jada forever. Forever. Yeah. Like forever. Yeah. Like I like honestly, like I, <laughs> I forget just how long both of them have kind of like quote unquote been in the game. Yeah. It was probably early 90s, I want to say. Yeah, mid 90s. And Jada came to Bristol the same time we were in Bristol. I think we were on the same first take episode arguing with each other about (laughs) Michael Jordan and LeBron. And, uh, And he brought like a rolling case and he was just like, here it is. And I was like, what? Jalen, what's in the case? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, should we get pop it open? Look. And it was the, one of the Jadakiss busts, like yeah. very perfectly wrapped in bubble tape. And Jalen cares more about where that sculpture appears in his shot than he does anything we talk about. <laughs> anything we talk about in the show. I'm just, I'm like, dude, like the words just won the second straight NBA championship. He's like, cool. I don't care. Can you see Jadakiss on the show? I'm like, yes, you can. And then one of our producers is really upset because they think that Jadakiss's waves are like a little enhanced on the bus. And he really works on his waves a lot. Yeah. And so we have a lot of discussion about that. I'm like, dude, you're going to get him. You know, you're going to get a sculpture made of yourself. Why you embellish a little bit? No, of course. Yes. By the way, so we did an interview with Jada uh, when we first met him back in 2012, mm-hmm. and that was the first time that people realized that Jada actually had hair. Yeah, because people because he had a baldy for the longest, yeah, yeah, time. Yeah, the yeah, longest. Yeah. And so I remember all the comments were just like, "Oh my God, wait, when did Jada get hair?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So when your run of the shoe show ends, it's the yeah. shoes, it's Eric. The shoes. It's the shoes. Oh, we 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 would thought in my shoes is what we wanted to call it, and then the boss was like, "It's the shoes," and we're like, "Sure, is it green?" <laughs> But we always thought that name was kind of corny. Yeah, is you know that like I mean? a phrase? Yeah, come on. It's the shoes? Oh, I guess, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah, got to be yeah. the shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the shoes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I thought the... that was like a dry humor joke. I was just like, whoa, this dude's really working dry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whoa, whoa. Well, no, I mean, I get it. Like, next it's level shoes. comedy <laughs> shit right here. <laughs> is that a phrase? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Put some like Joey on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what'd you, what'd you do after that show? After, whoa. Ah, there was some... Sometimes I probably should have been fired. Like I remember once, it was literally one time they were like, "You, Kevin and Jacoby in that office. Like, why don't you guys just go through old pitches?" Damn. And we're like, okay. So it's like you know, there's some some like some you know some peaks and valleys of importance at the sure, company. Sure. But still never got fired. And then I started working on some digital stuff. We did like a show where we went to like college football games. Mm-hmm. We did a show with Scoop Jackson that was sponsored by Jim Beam, mm-hmm. and that made a lot of money for the company. And then. Uh, oh no, that was not chronological. The next thing is a gentleman by the name of Jamie Horowitz. Yeah, was like they want us to create a show called Sports Nation. Yep. And he was like, they want me to create a show called Sports Nation, and because Toyota was like bought into it. Yeah. And at the time, Sports Nation was just like polls, and and he was like Kevin and Jacoby, 
because no one used my real name. <laughs> he was wild, so it was like Wilds and Jacoby, really yeah. a little tandem, kind of like you guys, but like not brothers. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they're like, will you guys work on it? And we're like, yeah. So the three of us, it was originally the three of us, but no one does anything alone. We created the show Sports Nation, which just got canceled like three months ago. Well, congratulations. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, again, it's at the same conversation. Like, am I canceled? <laughs> oh, no. It's canceled? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. And who was on the, the, the first Original iteration of that? Colin coward we, right. knew, we loved him we knew he was gonna be a part of it he's a very unique talent he's brilliant and but we we thought we needed a female co-host to like just to help sure because you know mm-hmm. he's he's a little i don't know what to how to explain it but you, he like i think it's like a levity. like a flight attendant yes yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. he needed some levity or some some likability some like oh like i love this show yeah yeah and uh and we decided it's gonna be female so we literally casted for a very long time and we had a meeting with the woman who was doing sideline for the New Jersey Nets. Mm-hmm. And she came into the office with her agent. And her agent was like, she's got all these. Like, she worked for the Spurs and she worked for the Nets. And she's the best. You guys are going to love this person. And she was like, just shut up. And she was hilarious. <laughs> and it was Michelle Beadle. Wow. And she blew us away. Wow. And we were just like, I'm like she's got to be the one. And we had her come test with Colin. And she ended up being on it. When do you formally relocate to the West Coast? There was... Uh, I could have stayed in Bristol to work on Sports Nation, but I was going up there all week, staying in a hotel, and it was just kind of like Bristol wasn't for me, so it was a fork, it was a kind of like a sliding doors thing. Yeah, and I decided to stay in New York, worked on some of the other stuff I just mentioned, and then Bill Simmons was starting Grantland, and he's like, "We're not doing any video, but we're doing podcasts." And I want you to come out and produce the podcast. And he's like, I don't know if it's a full-time job, though. I remember him saying that. I was like, Doug, like, I'll make it a full-time job. <laughs> so I, I went to Grantland and moved to there for the launch of Grantland in 2011. Right. So, okay, early people involved in Grantland. Uh, friends of us and the, and the show, David Cho. I thought you were going to say Jacoby. I thought we were going to be friends. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. I guess we're just colleagues. Um, Sean Fantasy. <laughs> yep. Uh, David Jacoby. Uh, yep. What did you know about any of those guys? Zero. Zero. I just knew Bill. Yeah. I just knew and Bill. And how did you know Bill? It's like one of those things, like we're both Boston Red Sox fans, and I've always been a fan of his, and we both worked at ESPN where you see each other. Like, I don't, the answer is I don't know, yeah, but yeah, like yeah, you're yeah. just kind of like in the same circle sometimes, and we have similar interests and just like became buds. Yeah. And, uh, and at that point, does he you know, also think that Tech is one of the greatest people? Uh, I don't, I don't <laughs> think so. But he's got a lot of reality TV takes. I yeah, did sure. his podcast. The first time I ever did any sort of like on camera on mic media was when Bill would have me on the BS Report, and I will forever be grateful <laughs> for him for being like you, producer guy. You're funny. Like, come on my podcast, and we had a lot of fun doing that. And one of our best episodes was like Jersey Shore just started, <laughs> and it was just like you forget like what that was yeah. in the first couple like episodes, like. That was just such like a, a moment. Yeah, yeah, that like, was, was like a phenomenon. And, and yeah, we had some really funny pods about it, and I think that kind of like you know. Yeah, sp- it's really incredible, like how uh, and and dope how he's given that platform to guys like you and House and everyone sort of that has yeah. that has gotten shine off of that. He's uh, he's an amazing Jacko identifier and and sort of like nurturer and of talent. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like all those people at Grantland were like you know they were accomplished writers and stuff but like he would pick out people and see how they fit in person you know like like 
sort of like on wax and off wax and in the office and he just like built the little team i mean look at rembert 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 was like you know just out of college basically yeah yeah and jake hang one of the early people totally land was like jake caspian kang yes yes jake caspian kang you know he gave himself the middle name you can ask him that (laughs) maddie the horse yeah 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 yeah, yeah. (laughs) and uh and he was like and he was like, there's this kid. He writes these things. He's really funny. His name's Rembert. I think he did like a Sprite commercial bracket thing. It was mm-hmm. the first thing he ever did. And it was super hilarious. It was like Sprite commercial, hip hop, whatever bracket. And that was like, we were like, whoa. Yeah. Like just blown away by Rembert. And so what do you know about podcasts? And what do you know about um, doing podcasts at ESPN? Nothing. <laughs> and, but like I knew I wanted to like be down. Yeah. So we started a podcast network. And... One of the first things I did is like, I was like, let's not give people podcasts. Cause Bill had a podcast, and basically what you did is I, I, I didn't invent anything. So I hate like speaking like this, but it was like, I was like, let's just start something called the Grantland channel or whatever I called it, network, the Grantland network. So it was a feed that would have different shows on it. Mm-hmm. And the reason I did that is because I didn't trust anybody to like give them a show. Mm-hmm. So like when Jalen Rose was like, hey, I want a podcast, I'm like, this might suck. <laughs> so we'll put it on something called the Grantland Network. And if it sucks, I can take it off the Grantland Network and the Grantland Network still, still exists. Goes on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it was like it was basically just like it was like you can audition on this feed, but like I don't have to give you a podcast because I don't know anybody. Sure. And it was like a, actually like a, 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 it was really more of a lucky strategy than strategic, but it worked out well. And we had I remember the first episode we had was Jonah Carey talking to Dave Damashek about baseball. And those are Two very talented broadcasters. Yep. But wow, that was a shitty pod. <laughs> like it was like over the phone and like you couldn't hear either of them. Oh, so it was an art project. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah and I remember yeah, yeah. uploading it being like, is this like my job now? <laughs> I was like, wow, this is really bad what I'm doing. Like I don't think anyone's going to listen to this or like this or enjoy this. But then we built the studio and the studio worked out and just grew and grew and grew. And then we got to deal with YouTube. Shout out to David Cho who, mm-hmm. was, who did that. And then, so now we had YouTube, we had to deliver video, and the job that building things would be a full-time job became like a real thing. Uh-huh. And on the sneaker show, I was a cameraman a lot. And I remember Bobito would make a joke and look to me to laugh. And I was like, oh, this is weird. <laughs> I'm in the room, but like n- no one knows that when they're watching and he's looking off camera. And when we do a lot of other shows, there'd be publicists and managers and cameramen and like stuff on a set. You guys have been to sets. Yeah. And I remember, and again, this is not my idea. I'm not taking credit for it, but it's something that I executed is I built the Grantland studio. It was like in a closet and the control room was adjacent. And I was like, no camera people, automatic cameras, one person control room. And so it's like one person can control it. Don't need graphics and all this other stuff. And we closed the door and only talents in the room because that experience of like, being the camera person and like seeing all the PR people and managers and like Changes it becomes everything. experience. Yeah. So that that is one thing that really made that dynamic work because podcasts, as you know, are very intimate. We're all gonna make out in a second. And like <laughs> and it's just like it helps a lot. Like yeah. right now in this room, if there was like my manager totally. and like my agent and like some camera people, and it's just like now all of a sudden we're doing like a show. Yeah. Right. But this doesn't even feel like it's being broadcast to human beings that will one day listen to it. Right. It just kind of feels like we're talking. Yeah. Which yeah absolutely. You guys have. Oh, have by the way, made... none of these are plugged in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. It's like we just, this is like a trial run. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. This is on the. It's the real network, <laughs> not on it's the real podcast. Well, this is how I just hang out with people. <laughs> right. Yeah, it it's under them. the yeah. like yeah. Jonah Carey, yeah. Dave Damage. Yeah. 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 Exactly. But you guys know from this room that that helps a lot. It totally. Like Wait, so you're saying that when the Migos bring over 30, people, that's <laughs> yes, not conducive not, to a good conversation? Yes, yeah, 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 exactly. That yeah. happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can imagine. So that was actually literally a, an electric closet. 
that you guys changed, uh, right? I th- it was more of a storage closet. <laughs> I don't think it was electric closets are usually like just like a fuse box yeah. in like, yeah. a thing. Well, what was closets. stored there? I mean, I don't know how that got <laughs> the story got out there, but it was it was in the ESPN book. It was yeah. it was no, it was honestly like I remember going to the suits and being like, "Do you guys have a space in this building where I can build a studio? Here's here's my idea for it: control room, closed, small space, doesn't have to be big, like whatever." And they're like, "Nope, don't have one of those." <laughs> so I remember going to like, the surrounding buildings and talking to building managers, restaurants, and be like, "Do you guys have a back room?" And then the same executive, who's a very sweet lady, like no shots, no shots at her. She was like, "Oh wait, we do have something." <laughs> Next to her office was the exact layout that I've been asking for for like three weeks, just sitting there that had boxes in it. And I was just like, "You had this the whole time." I had to talk to like the, the janitor at like the movie theater next door. Yeah, but she wanted you to go on like some spirit quest. Yes, yeah, it yeah, was, yeah, it yeah. was. And I ended up the Grand Canyon with this cat and the raptors. I was like, "What?" Did you take to the to the West Coast? I'm easy. Okay, you know what I mean. Like like I'm Sunday pretty, morning. Yes, yeah. yeah like, I'm just like easy. Like it's like I never drive thought, from Santa Monica to yes. Atwater Village. No problem. Yeah, yeah. I never thought I would leave New York. Like yeah. when you if you live here over a decade, you're just like oh like. I'm not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, hey, like, this is a cool opportunity for a job in Los Angeles. And my wife's from Los Angeles. She was my girlfriend at the time. No, she's my wife at the time. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah. My wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, just, and so, like, that kind of worked. Like, she had some family out there. It was like, so that kind of worked. And ESPN does a great job of moving you mm-hmm. where it's, like, really easy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You don't have to, like, do stuff. Sure. So we just ended up moving out there. And I, I worked downtown LA and lived in Silver Lake. So I didn't have to so do it. So yeah. So hip. No, oh dude, I just God. did it. I just did it because I ride my bike to yeah. work, and it takes like fifteen Ugh, minutes. You're yeah. so hip. So on your bike, <laughs> stop. Dude. It, was just, it was just convenient, and it's like the. I mean, obviously, one of the worst things about Los Angeles is like getting from here to there. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, I I loved it. I had kids out there. It's a nice place to have kids. Like weather and like outdoor space at your yeah. house or, yeah. and all that stuff. So cuisine. Yeah, and I think if you're 25 and you're single, like it's a terrible place to exist. Right. But if you're like 35 and you're married, it makes a lot more sense. And you sure. were married. This I'm, wasn't I your girlfriend. As far as I know, <laughs> yeah. as far as I, know yeah. I was married. In your heart, you were married. Yes. The whole time. Yes. Yes. Um, I met her at Bath and Body Works. Yeah. <laughs> Grantland was humming along and you guys had large properties there. I mean, you really were doing yeah, significant were doing work. Stuff. Did you feel good about everything? Yeah, man. That's dope. And you're, it, was, uh, it was a lot of hard work. It was probably the hardest I ever worked in my career. Well, and who gave you that sort of like uh, good feeling from like top down? Uh, it was, it was, it was kind of like in the trenches. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, there, there wasn't some sort of like you know, executive like John Skipper that was like, you guys are doing a great job. I mean, yeah. he, was, he was super proud of the property but it was really we were very insular because bristol is bristol you yeah know what i mean and even in los angeles like it's it's not it's 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 not like a true satellite office you know what i mean it's like it is i don't know how to explain it, it was a lot physically we were in a different office than the los angeles production center yeah so we had our own office we were on our own little island off of an island off of an island <laughs> it's called an archipelago yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes yeah we, we were like we were like uh or an atoll we were Kauai. You know I mean? yeah you know yeah we, we weren't even like maui yeah you know so how did you really know then that you were doing a good job like did you have that self-confidence it, or was that like you, well, you saw what the internet was it. talking you about you could feel it yeah. like even like my brother or people just be like yeah like grantly like it was like it was kind of like bubbling up it yeah was like becoming it was kind of like penetrating mainstream yeah and people would be like oh well when i someone sends me a link and it's from grantland i know it's gonna be good and like we had a good thing going and you could just kind of 
feel it. Like it's not like there's no champagne moment. You right. know what I mean? Like that's yeah. one thing I've learned in my career. Like there is no champagne moments. Like there isn't. There's yeah. like no such thing. It was like we signed the contract and now all of a sudden we're rich. Like it's just right. it just like slowly kind of like, it means ooh, like new problems. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like there's a thing happening here. Like, yeah. And it just kind of felt like every day it kind of felt like people cared more and like people knew stuff. And, and when Bill and Jalen like teamed up, did you see like that it worked from the moment that you guys launched that? It was, it was, the the origin story of our pod was we were at an ESPYS party drunk, me and Bill on I mean, champagne. Yeah, yes, that, oh, yes, that, that was, was the champagne, champagne moment. moment. Yeah, and Jalen came over, and we both had like known him kinda, and he was like, "I want a podcast," and Bill was like, "Let's give him a podcast," and I was like, "Let's not give him a podcast. <laughs> Let's put him on the Grantland Network and right. see if it works." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then. Bill was like, follow up on Monday. It was a Saturday or Wednesday, whatever. It was a Wednesday. He's like, follow up next week. He called Monday to Bill. Bill sent him to me. <laughs> I got on the phone with Jalen and I was like, because you're the got... best at picking up those phone yes, calls. Yes, yes, yes. And I was like, all right. I was like, so we're going to give you a podcast. You know, we'll talk about sports and whatever. It's like, who do you want to do it with? Like, do you have a friend from growing up? Like, I think chemistry is really important. You should really like know the person that you're doing a podcast with, be like twin brothers with them or something. And he was like, uh, you don't want to do it? And I was like, what are you talking about? And he's like, just like The Bachelor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was like, you don't want to do it? And I was like, what? I'm like, the producer. And he's like, I've listened to you on Bill's podcast. And he had a manager who was kind of hip to me. Uh, shout out to Kevin Parker. And then, and then I was like, sure, I'll do it. And we called it the Jalen Rose re- podcast because I didn't think I was going to do it long term. I thought I was like, look, I'll just I'll get it off the ground, and then eventually I'll separate myself and like do my other stuff. I didn't really think it was gonna be like here I am seven years later, like in our apartment. Yeah, we get in it. Your yeah, apartment. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so then we did it for a few weeks, and it went pretty well, and we got to know each other. It just kind of like has slowly, slowly grown. Yeah. And then Bill and Jalen had their own thing going, sort of parallel to us, because he would have Bill would do stuff with Jalen on TV. They did Countdown together, and Bill and Jalen would do like this thing called the preview, which mm-hmm. was a thing for us. Yep. And they were, you know, at that time, if you were like, at that time, I was like ready to like get a Grantland tattoo. And yeah, I just yeah. thought it was going to be like a 40-year run. Of, like, this is my career. Totally. Like, I will die. Well, question, do you have any other tattoos? No tattoos. That would have been the one. No, I, I wouldn't. Really <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like a really big G on your back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, full back. Yeah. G. But the G, like, like, the font on the G changed like six times. Yeah. We were very, we were very like font savvy there. We spent a lot of time on changing fonts. Shout out to David Cho. Yeah, 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 it was a David Cho thing. I didn't want to say his name. Yeah. But it was like, so I would get the G and then like the G would change in like a year. And I'd be like, oh man, what do you mean? I yeah. got the old G. This is like the Green Bay Packer G now. Yeah, that would have sucked. So, so Grantland didn't last for forty years. No. Um, where were you when you found out uh, that uh, Bill no longer worked there or at ESPN? Um, Bill had a contract, and the contract ran out. Yeah. Uh, there was an announcement. Yes. That the contract was not going to going to be renegotiated and extended. Yeah. So it was again like just like there's no champagne moments, like mm-hmm. there's no like coffin closing moments either. So it's just like, <laughs> oh, okay. You know, like just the same way I just said there's no champagne moments, there's also no moments where it's like, oh, this is all gonna go away. Yeah. Like there's this period where Bill was suspended for a while and then you know, this is all well documented. Bill was like, hey, hey, we're not gonna do the contract anymore. So sure. he negotiates his way out, and then Chris Connolly's in charge. Yeah. So like we had, so Grantland still continues, and you're like, all right, maybe I won't get the tattoo, but like maybe this thing will be, continue to be a thing, and then things start to fizzle slowly. Like again, like the same way, like there's no champagne, like there's no closing moment, and then at one point, 
an executive was like, hey, we want to do a radio show with Jalen. And Jalen, to his credit, was like, I'll do a radio show, but I'm doing it with my guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was always going to be called Jalen and Jacoby. We ch- we'd already changed the name. At one point, me and Jalen had a conversation. He, it was his idea. Like, we've been doing it for three years already. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I was like, all right, I'm not going to back out of this now. Right. So we changed it to Jalen and Jacoby. It should have been Jacoby and Myers and then just take yes. out. <laughs> yes. A lot of people are like, are you Jacoby from Jacoby and Myers? I wouldn't be here right now, dude. I would be in Montauk. Like, I'd be living like with the Roys. You know, like I'd be in some like subway party. Like, what? do they yeah. come to you for like law advice? Like, no, are you Jacoby no, from Jacoby no, Myers? No, but it was yeah. like a lot of like, no, I'm not Jacoby from Jacoby <laughs> Myers. No, I'm the Jacoby from the senator. I'm yeah, the, the, his second cousin. Have you ever seen um, uh, Jalen swing a bat? Because he always holds no. a bat. He <laughs> held a bat every podcast we ever did. Like, there's a lot about our thing that people think are, like, strategic decisions we make. Mm. Like, the give the people what they want is yep. part of our, like, thing. Yeah. He, we did the first podcast, and I was like, welcome to the Jalen Rose thing. I was terrible, too, by the <laughs> way. Like, it's, imagine, like, I'm seven years into doing this now. Like, yeah. it's just like, and I'm still not that good. Like, seven years <laughs> ago, I was really not that good. So I'm like, welcome to Jalen Rose show were you having a stroke <laughs> like i don't know i was nervous or something like, i don't even know but it's like i remember it being bad and then jalen just interrupts me and goes got to give the pin and i was just like what is this man singing for and it was the first show and he just did it so like it wasn't a strategy and yeah. then like the second or third show he just got a bat and because it was laying around in the studio like these are not like we didn't have a meeting and be like we need to establish some branding right and, like really have some signature elements and yeah. segments like it just kind of happens and then becomes part of what you do and then I honestly have a theory that someone got in Jalen's ear and was like you gotta get rid of the bat dog <laughs> like, you look like you're gonna hit that man <laughs> like it looks adversarial like you're a black man with a bat on television dog and you're a basketball player not Albert Bell from yeah. Bell's Pizza yes. Right. <laughs> yes yes and he will never he will never ever admit that someone told him to stop using the bat does that make him want you think that guy in his head and he made him want to hold the bat even longer no 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 no. he's very coachable athletes working with athletes athletes one thing i've learned working with athletes these long is like they're coachable yeah athletes you know what i mean yeah they they do take direction yeah yeah totally it's what they do when when bill is no longer in the company did that change your like perspective of because you had such a good run at grantland and you guys had your own island but your own like your own style and your own voice and your own like sort of direction it, it really felt like it was your own thing yes and now you're working just strictly for the company the man the company it was a pretty quick mouse. transition from the from bill leaving grantland sort of kind of continuing mm-hmm. and then like there was a couple meetings where i was like hey grantland's not gonna continue like that kind of happened and then quickly um we were offered the opportunity of the radio show right so it was like like to host doing a podcast is doing a podcast right like we, i used to literally like record it myself and edit myself and like there was no one working on it it just felt like nothing to like excuse me doing a national radio show it was like whoa <laughs> you know what i mean it was yeah. like so was like, i was offered a national radio show with Jalen. there's just something that i couldn't not do sure yeah. you know and so when did you finally consider yourself talent uh Still not, you know, like the still like the champagne moment thing. Like I yeah. still am, I still have a producer role. You know what I mean? I mm-hmm. still produce for ESPN. Do you have business cards? It's 2018. I know. I, yeah. <laughs> business cards? We're trying to get in contact with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, How yeah. is Jeff supposed to make it over it's to like, your place? It's like yeah. you, you've got my email. <laughs> now you've worked at ESPN for how long? 
Uh, all in all. All in all, I've worked since 99, so I'm going to say 19 years. Whoa. What do they give you on your 20th year at ESPN? They give you stuff. Did you know this? No. no. Oh, they, I didn't know Wait, they give you guess? stuff. Wait, can we guess? Is it, a, is it a, a pair of pajama pants? That is a weird guess. <laughs> That's a very oh. weird... What does that say about you, man? Oh, I thought you were going to be like, it's weird, but right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They, see, I officially, you know, I officially became staff, I think it was like 2007 or something. Yep. So like, it's actually not a true track of how long I worked there. But like, I remember after five years, like, they get this like envelope comes. I'm like, I don't know who sent me this. And I open it up, and it was a little like lapel pin <laughs> of Pluto with, with like a, a, a captain's wheel behind him. <laughs> Oh, the dog. Yeah, the not dog. The it's a Disney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About the, not the dwarf yes. planet. Dog, it's not a planet. All right? I don't know where you've been learning. Pluto, no longer a planet. Yeah. It's a dwarf planet. Yeah. Yeah. Or like a yes. whatever. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, they uh, space rock. Yeah. My, my son literally told Sky me this Skyride. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, so they give me that. And then I think I hit my 10. I think I got something. But 20, I think you get like a... A watch? Uh, a p- pair of pajamas. You get the top and the bottoms. See? Yeah, yeah, not yeah, such a yeah, crazy yeah, answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and they're silk. And Draymond Green wore them <laughs> yeah. yesterday. It's weird. It's weird. So for all your great work that you've done at Grantland, ESPN, MTV, don't forget, and yep. Beth, Bed Bath and Beyond, and everywhere, I think your greatest stuff happens to be um, either when your wife is out of town and you're in charge of the kids, yes, or when you just have all three of the kids together, either out on the stoop or in a um, cart. Or going to the playground or on bikes or whatever. It's the greatest content. And I'm just mad that you put it up on your stories and they disappear after 24 hours. The, uh, it's controversial around the family. <laughs> In what way? Well, my wife will never listen to this podcast. And if she does, she <laughs> won't get to like one hour 15. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But like she's like, stop putting the kids on Instagram. <laughs> giving the people what they want. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, what do you think I'm going to put on there? Yeah. yeah. When you start taking pictures of meatballs or something? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, look at this radicchio salad. Like, is that what we're out here? Like, I don't have other bits. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, it's like Top you... uses props. I use my kids. This is how you get to Ellen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Doesn't she want to get to Ellen? Exactly. And then yeah. like, you turn something they're not cute. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's also, I think she thinks that like, I have a bigger following than I do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm like, Joey, like, only cool people know who I am. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, it's not, there's no herbs. They're like, hey, Jacoby on the street. Like, like, you know, I understand where we are as a project with Jalen and Jacoby and sure. land and stuff. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's pretty niche. And mm-hmm. the people like, there's never been a herb that's been like, hey, Jacoby. You know what I mean? It's always people that I want to talk to. And they're not the type of people that are going to kidnap my children. Exactly. How'd you end you up know? here then? <laughs> Is that what's happening? Yeah. Is that what's happening right now? It's a long time. This con. has been a long podcast. <laughs> If you have a, I just want Chloe back. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> like, I swear, if you can have my kids, you will give them back within like 45 minutes. Like, we thought this was a good idea. They looked cute, but they just want snacks and watch Paw Patrol. Yo, we're, we're so thrilled that you came through. Of course. And it was so awesome to hear your whole story. And congratulations on everything. Thank you guys so much for having me. No, uh, thanks I, for being I've here. I've been following you guys for a long time. Right on. Everything you guys do is super dope. Thank you very much. Honored to be here. Very everything? Thank you very much. And no, by the way, everything. not everything. I'm just being nice. We'll give you your kids back for $1,800 in, in cigarettes. You will give them back for free. <laughs> I promise. Just watch. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this new episode of A Waste Time with It's The Real Jeff. People want to find out more about us. I'm Eric. You are Jeff. Together, we are It's The Real. One word, no apostrophe, no spaces. If people want to find out more about this podcast, it's called A Waste of Time with It's The Real. There's also our other podcast with the locks call it two jews and two black dudes review the movies people want to find out more about those jeff if people want to find out more about everything that we have going on except for those mugs of yours where can they 
go. Go to itstherreal.com, I-T-S-T-H-E-R-E-A-L.com. No apostrophes, no spaces, because there are never any apostrophes nor spaces in our name. It's The Real. You can go to our website, itstherreal.com slash shop to get some merch. Get some merch. <laughs> On our website, yeah. Uh, you can also listen to our podcast. A lot of you guys like our podcast, especially if you get to the end of this one. This is true. So go to iTunes, search for A Waste of Time with It's The Real, or you can go on SoundCloud, go to soundcloud.com slash a waste of time, or if you're looking for two Jews and two Black Jews to review the movies, our collaboration podcast with The Locks, go to soundcloud.com slash two Jews, two Black Jews. You can also find our music we have a album that is still streaming. Yes. Did you know that it, it doesn't ever stop streaming? Currently streaming everywhere you go. Like Spotify. Spotify. <laughs> and Apple. And Audio Mac. Yep. And Google Maps. Yeah. And If you're Uber, streaming some shit, and our album is probably there. I think Seamless has it. Teddy Bear Fresh is the album. Uh, Teddy Bear Fresh is the lifestyle. Stream our streaming thing. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at It's The Real, Facebook at It's The Real, Instagram at It's The Real. Yo, big uptick in, in Instagram. Uh, I don't know. What, what do we call it? Uh, followers? What do we call it? What do we call, what do we call these people? Friends? Fans? I don't know. But the fact is that people, even if they're fake, we didn't buy them. Right. Bots? I mean, they, they, I think they're bots. It's the real bots. It's the real bots. Big uptick in people who are following us at Instagram. So do that. They're all seemingly from the Middle East. <laughs> well, now, you know, we have a few things to investigate. One, David Jacoby's driving. Yeah. And two, who the hell's following us on Instagram. But go follow us right there, right now. Yeah, look at these names. <laughs> That's it. Okay. <laughs> Jeff, you know we love to shout out everybody who spreads the word about this podcast, the other podcasts, our music, our t-shirts, whatever it is. When you guys say the name, it's the real to your friends, family, and everybody who's out there, even your bots, we wholeheartedly appreciate it because we know we're building something huge and it only gets bigger with your guys' help. So we want to take time today to shout you out. Jeff, who do you want to say? What's up to Okay, so last week we shouted out Kool-Aid 44. Yes, I remember that. And she is from uh, Virginia. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I felt very good about shouting her out. And then this week, P.S. I'm Dope said that's my aunt. Which is crazy. And she just called me standing the fuck out because y'all mentioned her on your podcast. She lives in VA. I love that. And she's limited uh, mobility, but she can visit me in New York as she can. I love that. That's great. Shout out to both of them. Yes. Big Fridia Kahlo. Amazing okay. name. Yes. Amazing AKA by P.S. I'm Dope. Yes. Um, okay. So now I want to actually shout out uh, all the people on Mom's medical team and everybody that's been so supportive within the hospital. Yeah. I want to shout out uh, the trauma team. I want to shout out specifically Muhammad, um, who I call Traumahamid. Yeah. <laughs> I also want to shout out Cynthia and Minerva and all the nurses. I want to shout out Brad in the diner, who's been very supportive and is a possible new listener to our podcast. You know, the doctors, the medical team, the, the, the PT, OT, the PT. Yeah, the, exactly. Yeah. Everybody who has come by uh, to wish our mom well and work with her and get her home and get her back on her feet it's been 
It's been great. Yeah. The nurse who is a Green Bay Packers fan and did not like my Chicago Bears jacket. That's quite all right. We're all getting along yeah. on 15th end. Yes. Jeff, I want to shout out someone else at the hospital, the chaplain who stopped by. Oh, now, my God. I forgot about this. Here's here's how it goes down at, at a hospital um, like this. You know, it's, it's non-denominational, clearly. So the chaplain comes by, and she has a holy Bible in her hands. And at the time, our mom had gone to get x-rays. So Jeff and I are the only people in this uh, room. And well, with everybody that mom is sharing a room with. Yeah, but I mean, they, they cordon the room off. Yeah, so yeah, in, I didn't, in I didn't want to make it sound like mom is like Jay-Z and Beyonce at Lennox <laughs> Hill Hospital. No, mom is mom has her own, you know, a curtain that goes around her, yeah. her bed. So Jeff and I are the only ones there sitting there. Aunt Jane's not there. Dan's not there. Uh, we're there. We're both eating cheeseburgers from the diner downstairs. Shouts to Brad. And this woman walks up and says... Which one of you is the patient? And we look up and we're like, oh no, neither one of us. Uh, she's downstairs getting her x-rays. And they said, and she goes, so you're friends? We no. said, no, we're sons. Well, first of all, she walked up and she goes, mazel tov. Oh yeah. It was like, okay, got it. You see us. <laughs> yeah, you see that we're Jews. We're Jews. Yeah. Uh, and I thought she was on the same team. Mm-hmm. And she says, all right, I'd like to pray for her whatever uh, uh safety her improvement her spirits whatever mm-hmm. and she yes. goes what denomination are you mm-hmm. and you said i said jewish but like we don't have to do this very nice of you to offer she's not here we're eating cheeseburgers which again are not kosher <laughs> and um she comes over and she's like and so i say you know we don't have to do this and i also said so i mean i guess like agnostic or something and she goes into this catholic thing about holy spirit and and she just you know looks up occasionally at us as we are just eating yeah and then she finishes up and with a mouthful of cheeseburger i just say amen (laughs) and i it took everything i had in me not to be like what (laughs) to me yeah to all of it it was great it was great. It'll make it into a TV show at some point. But she left, and, you know, I hope her words and her her good nature have uh, done something. And uh, and hopefully uh, your guys' well wishes will do the rest. So, uh, wait, before we even go, I, I do want to say, we've been at the hospital now for five days. Yeah. And somehow, I have not only been confused for a patient by the chaplain. Yeah. I've been confused for a doctor by three people. That's crazy. I've been asked if I'm 16. I've been <laughs> asked if I'm 18. This is just a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's like all the rules get thrown out the window. I said to one of the nurses, like, time slows down like crazy oh here. It's, it's like you're... It really does. It's yeah. very exhausting. You know, but shout out to everyone who's going through it and everyone who's going to get out. And uh, shout out to the baby's mother podcast, which that sounded like, <laughs> you know what? Shout out to Marsha just anyway. Yeah. Guys, as always, not for real, for real. Sure. Sure. We'll see you guys next week. Right. The sun, the sun, the sun's out.